Why do you think your band is becoming so popular? I think it's that sound. I think that sound is coming in very strong. I think that people are beginning to listen to the lyrics and get the feeling of the blues. That was Andrew Lang with Pitch and Sand off his new album, No. 
I'm Joe Galupo. Jason Wallace. Joining us today, we have none other but but the man himself, Andrew Lang. Hello. Oh. Oh, oh. I'm all verby. Andrew Lang in a tunnel. Back for a second time here in the dining room. He is a um, repeat offender, as we like to call. Pleasure to uh, pleasure to be, be alive be, still be here. after the first episode. <laughs> I know. I know. We're also joined by Matt Scott. Hello. Matt is a longtime friend, master of audio engineering, drum playing, and fart sounds with his hands. <coughs> yeah. Fart sounds mostly. Just give us some fart sounds. It's crazy, dude. Unbelievable. That's really good. Enough. I've actually never haven't watched you do that yet. That's I've been listening to it, but I haven't we also, seen you do it. We also have Steph in the room, breaking her silence. For the first time Hello. in the week, in a whole week. <laughs> we needed a female perspective because we have a lot of really heavy topics to discuss. Yes. Right. Well, that's, that's what I'm here for. Topics well, that are, are testicle centric. Testicle centric? Yes. Pretty um, heavy. So I'm, I'm feeling a little strange. I'm over here on the, the, the other side of the room. It's today. radio, nobody knows. Well, we're we're periscoping this. Oh, yeah, true. we are. You can uh, watch a live feed. Um, yeah, I wish I wish everyone could be in the shot, but it's just Andrew and part of me. <laughs> yeah, part of me. Which is fucked up because it's periscope, so it'll be gone in twenty four hours. Hmm. It's true. I'm smoke on air. I love oh. smoking on air. <laughs> I like smoking pure air. <clears throat> it's very flammable. Who has the? Uh, Oh, the lighter? It's over here. Here. Heads up. Thank you. Uh, Matt, I'm relying on you for uh, whenever there's some dead air of a quick uh, Seinfeld-esque uh, transition fart mm-hmm. sound segue. Fart, fart segues? Yeah, like, like if you had to switch the scene real fast, just hit me with it. Make it bassy. Hit me with your best shart. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, um, Andrew, it's your birthday soon. On Wednesday. Wednesday. I'll be 28 years old. Aw, you almost... Uh, aren't you kind of bummed about the whole 27 Club thing? I know we talked about this last time you were here. Yeah, I used to... Did I tell you about the dream I used to have? Uh, you didn't go into specifics about it, I don't think. I used to have uh, a dream that I died at 27, and it was a reoccurring dream. And the way I died was... I There's a diner in New Jersey, in um, Sussex County, called Jumbo Land. I think it's in... It's on 206. It's yep. like Frankfurt or something. Jumbo like land. And, um, I go there all the time. I, uh, I had a dream that I walked, that I was going to pay, and I tripped and landed on that pokey thing that gets the receipts, you know, the receipt killer. Oh, yes. Wow, that's such a... Uh, it's such like a... Noble is like the a, word you're looking for. It's like a noble a, yeah, way to it's die. A, it's like a... I don't know. <laughs> it's yeah, very I'm specific. Sorry, no, that's it. That was the dream. Why hasn't that thing been ruled out yet? The fucking receipt poker. I think they're ruling it out. Good, because it's fucking it's it's archaic. Yeah, but now with uh, Apple Pay and the swipe the chip thing, it's kind of not needed anymore, right? Yeah, fingers crossed. That thing is. I mean, I never, and I, I didn't have any. I just expected somebody to just put their hand on it really hard, like in front of me. That's that's mm-hmm. about it. Because you have to slam a receipt through it. You can't see it. I've thought about that before. I I've delivered some pizzas in my day. Yeah, and uh, I'm I'm a. Uh, Frequenter of the the in-out slip 
uh, poker thing, uh, yeah. your your death mechanism yeah. for your repeated your repeated dreams. And uh, yeah, I've, I've thought about it, but now I'm gonna think about it every time. What was it like delivering pizzas? Oh, was man. it terrible or was it kind of fun? I mean, the struggle's real, but I gotta say, I've had some some weird jobs, but that's what I never did. The struggle isn't real. It's so easy. I mean, it gets stupid sometimes because like everybody's freaking out. It's either you're doing nothing or you're rushing. Yeah. Um, but when you're, I don't know, there's other things to do, but it's it's cool if you, if you like money real fast. Like fast ca- money? Cash money. Like day of paycheck you're talking about, that fast? Like whatever you made that day, like tips. Ooh. That's What's the weirdest much. job you've ever had? Anyone here? Well, Joe's got us all beat, the fucker. Oh, uh, yeah, he has the what, what most have you horrible, done? morbid job ever. <laughs> One of them. I, I worked. Um, I worked at a florist. <laughs> you know what dead um, flowers smell like? Yeah. Awful. And um, I also moonlighted as a dancer in Bangkok for a while. But um, you know, out the old end with the new. I don't believe that for a second because if you did that, you wouldn't be here. You would be living the high life in Bangkok. They would <laughs> eat you up in Bangkok. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. You're so fucking right. Um, no, I dug I dug holes for people and put them in the holes. Literally for people. Oh, yeah, for their well for hundreds for their and hundreds of people. Yes. Um, yeah. You can. Yeah. Death was this death. sanctioned? <laughs> was it sanctioned? Yes. Uh, actually, was. It was a money laundering scheme. It was me and Rothenbeck. He was a. Uh, he pretty much. Oh he, he my had this, goodness. Yeah, he had this business going, um, like a repo man type thing. Yeah. Uh, you know, trying to get people's. Uh, Mainly homeless people uh, trying to get their their insides um, for cash. I could absolutely picture Rothenbeck being a grave digger. No, he wasn't a grave digger. He he um he repossessed yeah uh, he organs. He, he repossessed organs, and when they died, I got the, I got my business got the kickback, and it was just everybody worked. It was good. We cleaned our hands, you know. Yeah, I'd yeah. imagine you have to after touching those organs. <laughs> you know, I didn't t- I didn't touch the organs. Um, I just I just put them in holes. But anyway, that's... You know what my weirdest job was? Yeah, put it in a hole. Put it in a hole. KB Toys for like a month. Really? <laughs> yeah. I miss KB Toys. Yeah. Well, it kind of tainted it, I guess, after that. I was 18 and my first job and just KB Toys. Yeah. It was, was kind of miserable. I remember when you worked at KB Toys. Yeah. That's funny as hell. Man, we've known each other a long time. Mm-hmm. You saved my life once. What? You saved my life. When? Um... I passed out in your basement for like two days. Oh, right, right. And then yeah. when he woke up, you told him about Jesus. You saved him. And when he was asking why his anus was hurting, I just changed the subject really <laughs> abruptly. Right, right. Actually, me and Matt uh, had a very interesting job at the Pearl Arts and Crafts Warehouse, yes. which was probably the, the weirdest place I've ever worked, without a doubt. Yeah, you could just... We uh, mostly rolled around on desk chairs. I the, the Extreme Coffee thing came up on Facebook a couple of days ago, and I watched that. Really? Oh, yeah. It came yeah, people, up? People have been sharing things on YouTube oh, from yeah. my old YouTube account. Yeah. Oh, because you, um, you put up, like, a video, so now it, like, opened up that fucking weird door? Well, no, it's weird, because we were watching the old videos mm-hmm. on my old account just the other night, and uh, then I saw somebody had shared... Uh, the Jojo Joe. Are you seriously doing what you're doing in front of me? Or are you seriously? <laughs> they shared that on Facebook and people just started watching the videos again. It was really weird. Plaid shirt with striped pants. Are you seriously? That's Puka the... dots with dotted pants. Are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> uh, God, that made me laugh 
so many times. Joe's yeah, but there was like there was like about four dozen of you working in the warehouse at Pearl. It was kind of weird. Like I, I can't imagine the amount of jobs you were getting done in there. Oh uh, no, and we, well, with the exception of Joe, most of us lived together in the same house. There was me, Sean, Rob Carducci, Chris Shan, and then Joe, and we all worked there at the same time, and we did nothing. And, and Joe Deans. And Joe Deans, how could I forget? Joe Deans would just sit there and and listen to like. Listen to like beats that his that him and his boys made the Earvaders, the Earvaders, and he would fucking draw, and he was awesome, and that's all he would do. And the boss, the boss Carl, would never bother. Ever. He would never bother him. He'd be like, hey, Joe's drawing looks good. But, but Joe later. worked. What? Joe no. probably worked the most. He probably worked the most. He just didn't talk to us because we were all nuts. <laughs> Testicles. Uh, Sean would <laughs> Sean would sleep under the steps by the fine arts section. Rob had a had a cardboard robot fort. That he uh, that he made. Don't forget about the peanut bin. Yeah, I would jump. That was a home away from home. Yeah, I would um I would reenact my favorite uh my favorite Mediterranean Elvis um movie and and uh put on some nice shorts and dive into the peanut bin and then fall asleep there all day. And then um we'd all get sick from um eating uh, bad takeout that our boss would get us because we felt bad that we did nothing all day. <laughs> well, you remember uh, what was that? Uh, cheeseburger in paradise. That's what it was. That's what it was. And uh, our boss had like the largest game uh, collection of like Nintendo video games, like ever. Known to man. Known uh, to human. No, not really known to man. Known to human. He has one of the largest cataloged collections of video games. Period. Hmm. Yeah. He like sold it recently and like paid off his daughter's college or something. He was um. He was man. actually he had a, a weird little side gig where he was scanning the the covers of the actual cartridges. And the instruction books, and he was getting a dollar for the cover and a dollar per page of instruction book. For what, upload as a PDF or something? Yeah, to this guy who has an online archive. Um, our, our old boss contributed a huge amount of information to that archive we were via so, his personal collection of videos. We were so horrible to Carl. Carl, we're sorry. Um, yeah. We're sorry about all that. I, I had a Carl boss that was pretty horrible, too. Yeah? Yeah. Did he deserve it? He did, but then he ended up passing away oh. while we were working there. Real awkward situation. It was one of those sell your stuff on eBay stores. Like from a uh, 40 year old version. Yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah. It was a cool job. Weird stuff would come in there. Um, one of those. Uh, Sex chairs and like bondage stuff? Yeah, no, bondage stuff. We had. Uh, there was. Uh, you know those old quack medical kits where they'd shock you? <laughs> There's just different colored glass wands. And, you know, they used to be actual medical devices, but now the bondage community. Is a big fan of them. Embraced them. Yeah. I want you to internally shock me via my butthole. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> was that you? Was that? What was the question? Weird or worst job? I can't remember. Weirdest. Was that probably it? I think it was weirdest. No, my weirdest job was at the M&M factory. What? Yeah. Did I talk? Did I talk about that last nope. year? Nope. Um. Oh, up in Hackettstown. Just looking for the real Slim Shady. Like, I didn't know there wasn't an M&M's <laughs> factory. I assumed it would be overseas. If they're ever no, apparently they're they're really good about that. Like um, I don't I don't know if it's the only one. I'm, get, I'm guessing there's a couple, but it was in, it's in Hackettstown, and they employ a lot of locals, and um, like even for their advertising and stuff. Like actually, my ex's family was uh, the head advertising agency for M and M Mars, and when they got the contract, they were just like a mom and pop shop, like tiny little you know in Hackettstown. And, wow. Um, but the the M&M factory 
it was so weird. The inside of it is set up like uh, like Willy Wonka. Like there's, it looks like the Times Square store on the inside. Kinda. At some some parts of it do. Um, the weirdest thing about it was the factory is set up in different sections, and the part I worked in was custom M&Ms, so you could get like "Marry Me," "I Hate You," things like that printed on the M&Ms, <laughs> and. To get from one section to the other, the foreman would have to go back and forth, and they rode those big, like the bicycles with the big front wheel <laughs> that had a little horn. Anytime they were like going around a corner, they had to honk the horn. Oh, so it was like a fucking freak show. Yeah, it was time. like a yellow brick road, literally like a yellow paved thing that went from one section of the factory to the other. It's terrifying. Yeah. yeah. That's some Willy Wonka. It was like Paperboy, too, right? Like an old lady, a dog, a puddle. It was bizarre, and I worked the overnight shift. Um... And I used to just sneak into the bathroom and eat M&M's and drink coffee. There was a machine. You just press the button and they would come out. And uh, M&M's. M&M's and coffee together in a cup. <laughs> you just try to get it all down. Yeah. Well, they, they, had a, they had a thing on the back of the stall called the Stall Street Journal. journal and they would up, up, update it every day. It was like news. So uh, when my shift started, I would just work real hard for like an hour and get all of my work done. And then sneak away into the bathroom. Because we're dressed up like Oompa Loompas, like the the whole one-piece white suit, helmet. So no one knew who you were. No name tag or anything. Everyone looked the same. So I just, when someone else was going on break, I just walked with them. It was like every other Ocean's Eleven like, yeah. climax scene. Where they yeah, yeah. Push the guy over. And I would just go into the bathroom and eat candy and read the Stall Street Journal for hours at a time. <laughs> hours. Was the Stall Street Journal updated like around like, like this is what's happening around the factory? No, like oh. World News. Okay. Yeah. Was, was it, it was it like a LCD screen or was it like printed out? It was printed wow. behind like a plastic dedication. Thing. Yeah. Stall Genius. Street Journal. I mean, I don't know. I would have never expected this coming. Stall M&M's. Street Journal. Did yeah, they, it's pretty impressive. Did they have a security there? Like a like a like a secret society security like like a like a Walt Disney, like, I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with this. No, I didn't notice any secret so societies. like the men, in, the men in Black. Um, pull you into a vat if you're fucking up. No, where, it was actually... number 68426? No, no I, there, was, there was one of those, like, typical, like, factory... There was an office up top with windows so the foreman could just, like, watch, you know? So do you think the owner of Eminem has, like, uh, has, like... Every, he has, like, every... He has different color M&Ms that like do different stuff to you probably so he sits there with them in his hand and like you know he like pops them in girls drinks or right he's just like a weirdo well, I'm s- I don't know man I don't wanna well. there's no M's in Bill Cosby <laughs> <laughs> it's horrible you're horrible thank you nah I love you anyway I don't know where I was going with that I don't know I um it's like super villain style I don't know that's where my brain goes when I think of uh corporations you know what yeah. is the name of this thing? The Uxel? No, it's the Desk Straight Rod Paper Holder Spike Stick Bill Fork. <laughs> huh. So that's what you're going to die from. That's what they just from. stab their hands into. <laughs> that's only two sixty-eight. It's $2.68. Oof. What Hope are you paying for, paper. really? You know? So you got? What are you paying for? Today's okay. episode is sponsored by Receipt Pokers. Visit Amazon.com. Yeah. Get a free pack of M&M's. <laughs> I just wonder if, like, in the reviews, it's like, this thing stabbed my hand. Don't ever buy this. <laughs> it's far enough down. I had a reoccurring dream that I'd, I'd die out on this at right. the age of 27. Hmm. I you're, still have a couple days. You're almost out. But, yeah, you still got a couple days. Don't just avoid that diner. Or all <laughs> diners to be I was safe. there, like, a week ago. Jumbo Lane. 
That wasn't wise. <laughs> Can't escape your fate. <laughs> yeah, that's go, true. I used to go to Jumbo Land on my way back from uh, my cabin all the time, and man, there's some stupid people that work there. Yeah, it's a weird place. Uh, the girl asked me, uh, I said, can I have scrambled eggs with cheese? She said, how would you like those? <laughs> and I said, scrambled. With cheese. With some cheese. And she was like, yeah, but how do you want it? And I was like, <sighs> Did you I ask just, like for a multiple, multiple choice that. answer? Like, well, I don't, I don't get it. What more do you want? <laughs> you want it omelet style or like whipped? Oh, friggin' no. Anyway, I love that place. Uh, whatever. Why are you looking at me like that? No, nothing. I'm not judging you at all. That fart sound segue music. And fear of night being gone. I told you I loved you But in truth and honesty I could have lived without you So when you find that I
Yes, uh, the itinerary. I gotcha. Welcome back. <laughs> Welcome aboard to Live from the Dying Room. The only ship that's expected to sink. <laughs> that was Sync Tapes with a song called Priority Mail. New music. New music. That's a New single. music Monday on Live from the Dining Room. Before that, we had Atlas Bloom with a song called Walls. Which hopefully, if we're all lucky enough, we're normally surrounded by those walls. Balls? Wall. Yeah. If we're lucky enough. <laughs> Before that was Charlie Stick with Fear off of The Ark Part 1 and 2. Wonderful, wonderful album. Yeah, I've been listening to got there. a bunch this week. Yeah? Yep. Do you, ever, do you have the Bandcamp app on your phone? No. That's a good one to have. What's it like? Um, they have an uh, app location? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and well, all your purchases get stored there. This one time on Bandcamp. <laughs> <laughs> We're here with Andrew Lang, uh, who actually is releasing... Nice little album of his own. No. No. No? No. No. But who's on, who's on first? That's what it's called. It's called No. It's a, It's just a, It's an EP, I guess you can call it. It's just a short collection of recordings. There's six songs. Uh, and it's called No because, you know, my buddy Evan, yes. who I occasionally play in various projects with, um is a real jerk and just always uh, makes suggestions of just the worst possible names and like that. My, for, for my project and my response to him is always no, no, no and I, you know when it came time to release it you were like no! Yeah. Was he suggesting names? What's that? Was he just suggesting names for it and what? you just kept saying no so you just went with that? Yes. Alright. Oh, that's the first. <laughs> yes. Hear that, Evan? I got a yes out of him. Yeah, he was, uh... He kept trying to get me to call it Sweet Potato. Every, like, every every single thing he came up with was some variation of Sweet Potato. He just wouldn't get off of it. Come on. Sweet Potato. I want to look back and check at something real quick. Uh, Dad Brother songs. Who was mostly responsible for naming those? Uh... Probably me, but... Domino Gasoline. Yeah, that's a good one. That, um, did you name that? I named that one, yeah. Okay. Um, actually, that was funny. Uh, the Domino Gasoline one was... Um, I I smoked the reefer, and <laughs> that song, Domino Gasoline, was yeah. stuck in, in my head. Mm-hmm. And um, I wrote the song and didn't have a chorus, so I kept saying that, and then I just morphed it into Domino Gasoline. Mm. <laughs> The way the mind works. That's how all of the great American standards were made. Yeah. Just I don't know if Domino Gasoline is a great American standard. Yet. Yeah. Give, give it a chance. Yeah. Don't know it out. Who knows? Maybe one day they'll find a way how to uh, fuel cars on pizza. Domino Gasoline. That's true. Actually. I didn't even think of that. We could incorporate what we spoke about during the break, which is eating while making brown. Oh, yes. Uh out with the old and with the new circle of life. Mm-hmm. If a car could be powered Shiva. by that and have a, you know, a, a feeding, feeding tube, tube, that would be something. Right, just in with the new, out with the old, fuels your car, you go somewhere. It would be called the McDonald's Arc car. Mm. <laughs> the Arch car. The golden, it'll be called the golden brown. The golden shark. Like the high-end one would be the Chipotle. 
Our... Right. And then that, get... That's like the V8 engine, yeah. the Chipotle one. <laughs> and, then you, and then you get Panera Bread one, which is uh, which is um, all the commercials, just Pantera. That'd be a hybrid, I get, I believe. It would be a hybrid. Yeah. And the vegan yeah. ones are more like a Prius. <laughs> yes. Right. Effective, I, I feel, but... I feel as if the uh, the Chipotle one could probably power jet planes, though. Mm. True, true. No. Yeah, but, <laughs> but, but the vegan octane. one comes in cool colors. Right. <laughs> like, just different shades of yogurt. Right. Fruit at the bottom, brown. <laughs> White Castle would obviously have, like, the, the mid-grade, because it's shit food, but it really does the job. Diesel. <laughs> What, what about like Activia? Activia yogurt. Activia. Who? Jamie Lee Curtis? Is she the yeah. one from the commercial? She had problems pooping. Now she doesn't. I wish I was happy, as happy about anything as she is about Activia. <laughs> she loves Activia. Yeah. I eat it all day through my feeding tube, <laughs> and I make brown, and it powers my car. <laughs> it's already a nutritious paste, so Activia. Astronaut food. <laughs> I actually listened to the uh, last time Andrew was here. I listened to it like on Monday or something like that, and we got into a conversation about anal hygiene. So we are not far off. <laughs> Just always goes there. Yeah. Cir- the circle of life. That's the butthole. Is the circle of life. Right. <laughs> you put things in it. And stuff happens. Put stuff things in it. Sure. Why not? I guess it could. You could. It, uh, it, I mean, you you physically could, yes. Yes, you could physically. Is some people, practical? some people do no. it. I don't know. I'm not a huge fan. <laughs> hmm. Like, where did I put that pen? It's in my butthole. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, with that, you ready to play some make, tunes? I wish I could make that sound. Yeah, I'll play some tunes. Uh, Matt, can you segue us into some tunes? Wait, am I playing tunes? Yeah. Live. From the dining room. Alrighty. You got that, uh... Hooey, hooey, hooey. Hoo. Yeah, there it is. The song's called Old Oak. One, two, three, four.
my head in an old oak desk Filled up the rest in an old oak bed Yes, ma'am It's all written in my hand Got me a job stacking old oak logs Got my ass fired by an old oak boss What can I say? I like to take my coffee breaks In North Dakota, but I don't like the way they speak. Think about Chicago, but I don't like the windy streets. Here's a guitar solo for you. The guitar is a 1957 Harmony Newport Stratotone, and the amp is a 65 Princeton, Re- Princeton Reverb reissue. That guitar is one of the coolest things I've ever seen. I love it. I've always wanted one, and I found one. I found it in, in pieces, basically, for a good price, so I snatched it up and just it's, rebuilt it, basically. cool. The body is um, about as wide as, I'd say, a cigarette pack. And the, the yeah. neck, the neck is uh, twice the size of a neck. Yeah, it's like a classical size neck. Yeah, <clears throat> it's got more wood in the neck than in the body. Yeah, it thing's cool. You were showing me that when you were fixing it up, and uh, now it's fucking awesome. Um, I love it. Weird thing when we were setting up. Uh, well, you know this, but we were having some problem with with some like uh, residual sounds, and uh, we actually had to use a really shitty cable. I think it's all the old gear. Yeah. I think it, it's uh, <laughs> the worse the cable is, the, the less buzzing sound you get. Yeah, which is, which is I'm plagued with equipment problems though. Yeah. Um, the very first show that I ever played, I uh, got a nasty shock on the microphone, uh, enough that it like knocked me backwards a little bit. The smoke started rising out of the microphone. Ooh. Very first show. I've had um, I played one at the Stone Pony once, and uh, 
blew a uh, a resistor in the power section of an amplifier that I was using. Um, uh, basically, anything that could go wrong to a piece of gear has gone wrong for me. My uncle says that I have gremlins. Well, I mean, you you build a lot of stuff, and it's like you're building stuff out of like yeah. you're like yeah, I'm just gonna build this my next amp out of <laughs> out of a '49 Thunderbird. Yeah, <laughs> it's out of the front seat. And yeah. you do it. It's fucking brilliant. Um, the thing you were showing me that Amber mm. were showing me that uh, you were making is, it's, I don't know, it's, uh, what the hell is it? It's fucking awesome looking. Yeah, it's, I'm, I'm building um, a Tweed Deluxe circuit in a uh, an old console radio enclosure. So it's like a big piece of furniture. It's like uh, probably like four, four and a half feet tall. And uh, it's got that just like classic 50s radio look, you yeah. know. Um, but yeah, I, I love all that stuff just because, um, uh, I love... It just sounded better back then, everything. Um, yeah, yeah, it did. And I think it did. the, uh... Nostalgia. I just love learning about, like, the, the circuitry and stuff. It's a lot of fun. Now, is that going to be tube? Yeah. Awesome. It's, so uh, it's going to have, like, a, a really nice sound. Yeah, it's, the, the 5E3 Deluxe is, uh, a dual 6V6 tube amp, and... It's just that, like, a lot of guys in the 50s, like that classic rock sound, <clears throat> the edge of breakup, you know, yeah. um, and uh, Neil Young, Crazy Horse, that, like, really rich harmonic distortion is, you know, no pedals, just a, a deluxe cranked up, you know. Awesome. And it's not overbearingly loud, so you can get a nice overdrive sound and still have it manageable. Cool. What kind of speaker is that going to come out of? Like a 12-inch? I put a 12-inch in the cabinet. I used a Weber Chicago speaker. That's going to sound tight. Yeah. Weber. Weber. I like it. It's just about done. Just a couple more things. And it'll be ready to go. Some buttoning up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, awesome, I, I um I get nothing but compliments uh, from that amp that you built for me out of the old radio. I love um, that thing. We recorded with it twice. And nice. like like really low volume with the SM fifty seven on it. You just like bring it up in the mix mm-hmm. for like just like a gritty but it's not even gritty. It's just like this, this, like this kind of trebly tone that like you just layer in and it just enhances. Yeah, it's awesome. Like it, it has that versatility when it's low or when it's like cranked up a little bit. Yeah. Well, one of the quirks about the uh, the speaker that's in that thing is, you know, a radio speaker was never meant to have guitar frequencies played through it. So it's got more almost like a hi-fi speaker that. Um, the frequencies that that pass through it are not ideal for guitar, but different. In, like an, you get right. an interesting sound yeah. out of it. Exactly. But then you know you can just plug it into a cabinet and then it's a guitar amp. You know. Yeah. Yeah, I brought it over to your house to be serviced because it was making alien sounds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was fucking gnarly. It was. I don't call many things gnarly, but that was that was fucking gnarly. Could have just been a reaction of being around you for too long. <laughs> 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 See, you're an alien. I'm a fucking Nimrod. Ooh, I don't, I'll language. Use, I don't use that one often, but when I use it, you're, you're gonna have to bleep I mean that. It. You're gonna have to bleep. You're gonna have to bleep that one in post. <laughs> <laughs> what were we gonna use to bleep stuff? Oh, oh, we're gonna metal lock clips. clips. <laughs> <laughs> Is that? <laughs> <laughs> Here, let's try it. You mother. All right, it's you. Answer your cue. What? You mother... You, you did <laughs> oh, okay. You stupid son of a... <laughs> 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 I 
I think it'll work. We gotta finally tune it, but we got it. Just keep Andrew in here. Yeah. Cool. Right. Um, you need to set up one of those like three second delays, so whenever someone curses, you just wow. <laughs> <laughs> so you recorded uh, all your music in in like a little home s- uh, studio setup. Yeah, I recorded it in my parents' basement up in Lafayette. Um, Big ups to your mom and dad. Yeah, this uh, there was just an un- unused room in the basement that actually I most of the things I've recorded I haven't. This is the first thing that I've ever recorded, and, and I'm putting it out for you know people to hear. But back in the day when I first started playing, um, I would mess around with like tape machines and things like that in that room. At one point, it was used for storage, and there was so much stuff. I have pictures somewhere. Um, there was like old couches that were waiting to be upholstered, just stacked on top of each other, and there was literally like a four by four space and. I would have my mics because I didn't have mic stands. I would put them like in in the in the junk, yeah. yeah. Um, but you know, it's cleaned up now. But yeah, it was. Um, I just, I don't know. I, I, I guess I wasn't. Uh, I'm not really. I, I'm not super confident in the studio, honestly. Me neither. I uh, I feel like I'm like you know, time is money. The clock is is ticking, and uh, since I've never really done a recording project on my own before. I just wanted the freedom and convenience of just being able to go up there whenever I wanted to. And quite honestly, for as far as sound quality goes, I'm happy with the way it sounds. Very happy. And for the people that are going to hear it, my friends and family, you know, it, it, are they really going to be able to hear the difference? I mean, you can hear the difference, but enough so that you're not going to be able to enjoy the music. Right. Studio versus an at-home recording. In my opinion, no. So I went that route. And... You know, if one day I have the time and money to do a proper studio recording, obviously I'll do it. But especially since it's just me and I'd be the only one foot in the bill, it just made a lot more sense for me to do it. It's a, I mean, it's a funny thing though. When when you do go to professionals, they produce so much shit that some things you don't even notice. They yeah. put a lot of time because I was listening to a podcast yesterday, uh, the Great Albums podcast. They were talking about uh, what was it? Gaslight Anthems album they were talking about different production things that nobody ever picked up on before like there's like just people in the room that heard it and pointed it out I was like I would never notice that anyway so what's the point yeah so I mean, I mean there's ups and to put to both sides of it but one's very expensive the other one challenges you a little bit yeah yeah and the the process of doing it on your own is a lot of fun you know yeah. it's a learning experience yeah well you like to do that stuff anyway I mean you're building the amps you're building the pedals you're working on the guitars, yeah. and, and you're, you might as well record it yourself. Yeah. yeah it's an Andrew Link production. Yeah. I played all the instruments on it, which was fun. Um, ordered a lot of percussion on Amazon, shakers and tambourines and whatnot. <laughs> nice. Yeah. That's what Amazon's for. Something yeah. you never thought of before, and you just got it real quick. Amazon's <laughs> for everything as of lately, though. Whatever you can think of, they got it on Amazon. True. They're, they're, they're New, New World Order associates. Um. Anyway, <clears throat> Greg Klein works at a fulfillment center, and he like posts like sex toy updates oh, from working at Amazon like daily. It's kind of fun it's, to read. Anyway, sex toys on Amazon. Oh yeah. What do you mean? Of so, course there is. It's time to Google. Google. <clears throat> Rabbit Google. Right. Not sex toys. Personal massagers. Personal I think is what they have massagers. to be called on oh. Amazon. Yeah. yeah. There's a college in San Francisco that's, like, geared towards the designing of sex toys. Interesting. In San Francisco? In San Francisco. Shocking. <laughs> How do you get into that school, huh? Um, <laughs> imagine, imagine, like, one of the Amazon drones, 
like flying over your house with a, with, <laughs> a with big the, dildo just <laughs> hanging from it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like wobbling in the wind, so it flies, flies through somebody's window. <laughs> Mommy, what's that? It's on the table. <laughs> it's moving. Anyway, it's not my fault. Don't have a shit fit. How can you have a crotchless thong? Hmm? That's real? Yeah, the Funok Women Leopard Crotchless Thong G-String. It's just underwear with the butt cut out. I don't know. I mean, it's fairly utilitarian for using the bathroom. Uh, Yeah, exactly. Who needs to remove your underpants? Cut a hole in them. (laughs) That's pretty good. $3.83 only on Amazon. Look at that pose! Yeah, it's like... Uh, God damn. Matt, Matt, hit us with the segue. This is Shit Fit with Guilty Bystander.
Welcome back. Live from the dining room. Uh, Howdy. Howdy. That was the Holy Terror. <clears throat> with a song called Detonator. Before that, we had Monster Truck Fan Club with I'm Free. Uh, they just put out a split with Shit Fit called Guilty... Um, I don't think that... I don't think it has a title. I think it's just a split. Anyway, You're before that, we had uh, Shit Fit with a song called Guilty Bystander. That is uh, available now, I believe, at comeoverrecords.com slash... No, comeoverrecords.bandcamp.com. Failing over here. I think it's called No Complaints. No Complaints. Shit. I did it, Jay. Thank you. How do you like it over there? You have good good eyes on iTunes. Yep. I can see the whole Shift and Monster Truck Fan Club are going to be um, playing... Saturday, January 21st, at the Stanhope House in Stanhope, New Jersey. It's the record release show, or the split release show. I don't know. You're just, are you just reading directly off a piece of paper? No, I'm adding some personality. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, 9 p.m. Five dollars. They've been playing with Ratnip, Johnny Cab Suicide, and Aguirre. We are here with Joe Galupo. Who's that guy? And we're here with Andrew Lang. Blue. Now that's a person. That's a person. I um I wanted to say something to you guys. Um <laughs> forgot what I was gonna say. Oh yeah, um I was read I was watching my space weather news this morning and uh they have they have detected a um a very large planet about five times the size of Earth in our outer solar system. In the Kepler belt. It is a brown dwarf. It's a dark, it's a dark, dead star, and uh, I just want to say that I think that's really cool. Hmm. Yeah, you know, with all the weird stuff going on and the weather being weird and stuff, maybe it's just because there's a big Death Star coming. It's because of the brown dwarf. Yeah, <laughs> it's the great brown dwarf. Yes. Have you seen that show, Little People, Big World? I have. No. Yes. It's good, right? Mm-hmm. Like I haven't seen it in a while, though. I hear that guy's an angry man. He is. Yeah, I think um, the the mom and dad are divorced, and they had a separate show that was them going to like marriage counseling. <sighs> yeah, and I was like, wow, we don't ex- just totally exploit people. <laughs> Little people, big divorce. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Is that the show? Is that like a um, scripted reality show with midgets? It's on the yeah. Learning Channel. Uh, I'm sorry, it, with small it's people. Meant to, it's meant to learn with the little people. You learn, and they have like normal sized kids. When I was a kid, there was a. This old house on the Learning Channel. <laughs> yeah. And you really picked up a thing or two. Right. Is um S- Same thing with, you know, little people and their marriage. Is it narrated by Andrew Dice Clay? <laughs> hey! <laughs> hey, Dad! Fuck you! <laughs> Wham! Is that the show? <laughs> Sorry, that was pretty bad. I liked it. Uh, I like Andrew Dice Clay. I've seen him once. Yeah? Yeah. He got the smoke in the Count Basie Theater, but nobody else did. That's the bullshit. He got the smoke on stage. Yeah. Ah, oh, how do you do that? He's is the he dice like, man. Is he grandfathered in? Oh, we goo goo. <laughs> I was born with a cigarette. Yeah. Is that, that was, how it sounds? That, no, that was. That was fucking. What's his name? Oh. Oh. Uh, Dangerfield. Rod- I just did a Rodney. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Duh. I get no respect. I was listening yesterday to a, uh, a, a conversation between um, Gallagher and Patrice O'Neill. <laughs> That's fucking interesting. Yeah. Patrice was trying to reinvent Gallagher for himself, like so he could like just be relevant. <laughs> and Gallagher's just a prick, and he wouldn't 
really go for anything. Yeah. Did you hear the one, um, the Mark Marin with Gallagher on it? He walked out. Oh, come on, Gallagher. <laughs> <laughs> he walked out? Yeah. yeah. He's such a fucking bitter guy. He huh? got so pissed. Why and Mark Marin's actually an excellent interviewer. Yeah. Yeah, well, Mark Marin also is really good at digging into people's psyche, and I don't think Gallagher yeah. likes that. Well, one thing about Mark Marin. I don't Marin, think Gallagher likes that. Why do you smash that? so many watermelons? <laughs> is, is that something that you're, you're trying to, 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 to express? That's pretty good. <laughs> this guy just smashes watermelons. Everybody goes wild. <laughs> I sell out a whole arena. It's like freaking crickets. Um, what, are they, what are they selling? Crickets at the door? <laughs> That's something Danger Field would say, right? I'm glad he didn't go to the, to the usual no respect thing. No. That's like a, uh, that's like a, like, like, people can't tell my impression, so I have to say the catchphrase. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> we did good, though. Yeah. Where'd you get all them crickets? Bowl of soup. <laughs> Sorry. That's pretty bad. Ah. <laughs> uh, Right. You can see Joe at the Chuckle Hut this Thursday. <laughs> Chuckle Hut. <laughs> I think Andrew's going to open for me. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, enough. Hey, uh, hey, Mr. Wang. <laughs> <laughs> Is that my cue? Always, every time. All righty. Here we go. This song is called Roll from No, available everywhere December 16th. By everywhere, I mean Bandcamp. Can't seem to keep it sealed 
When I finally grab a straight away, I yank the fucking wheel. Now roll, roll a dollar roll. Now roll, roll a dollar roll. And now roll, roll a dollar roll. Roll a dollar down the hill until you spend it all. You find someone that will. I was rolled. Funny thing about that, uh, I saw you at Krogs like probably it was like I think October, and uh, Brian Books, who I hold in high regard as a songsmith and musician, he blew his mind with that song. Oh yeah, it's fun to watch. <laughs> I was like, whoa, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> Who's who is this? Brian who? Brian from Hidden Cabins. Books. Oh yeah, yeah. Books. Love Brian. Yeah, he's a uh, he um. When he hears something that he really likes, he's fucking pretty goddamn passionate about it. It's fun to watch. He's like, fuck Prodigy. Stand what? there. <laughs> Stand there. Maybe, maybe had one too many. Fuck God's Prodigy. <laughs> <laughs> Brian's the fucking best. Killed it again this year with the Books Holiday Bash. Oh, yeah. It was so much fun. Um, Joe Strack of, um, of Lakeside, and Tiger Man, and Danny and the Boys uh, was awesome enough to do all the sound and to also record everything that happened so the whole night including the 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 the, the fourth quarter <laughs> the, the, the seventh <laughs> inning stretch it was all it's all on there everything the banter in between sets it's great it's it's fucking awesome yeah. and i think it's available i think if you searched hard enough you could probably rip it off the internet right now but yeah um everybody's set Oh man, it was a train wreck at the end of the night. There was it was, yeah. It was it was a really fun night though. Everyone everyone played really well. Yeah, always. <clears throat> uh, should I play another number? Sure. Mm-hmm. Hey, give me one more. Stop right here until again. 
behind with a paws heavy as sin. I called the bluff, but it wasn't enough to keep his pistol holstered in. Woke up heavy and I rolled like rain, but she was gone only as remained. Don't you stop riding until again. Cowboy. Damn, that was dude. nice. You're a fucking cowboy. Think so? Re- I know so. I do like beef jerky. <clears throat> if you just hopped off a fucking um, a, a horse, I was going to say a cow because I'm retarded. 
Um, if you just hopped off a horse and played that song, I'd be like, this motherfucker's cowboy. He saddled up his cow and he hit the road. <laughs> Can you take a guess what that song is called? What? Urban Cowboy? Not not urban, just cowboy. Just cowboy? Yeah. It's perfect. <laughs> that was one I uh, I didn't have a title for it. But it sounded like a cowboy song, so when I was referring to it, I was, I'd be like, oh, the cowboy one. Uh, and I still never came up with a title for it, so I was just like, all right, it's called Cowboy. Yeah. Do you have a version of that in Spanish called Gaucho? Ooh, that'd be Gaucho. good. Gaucho. Gaucho. This song is called Gaucho. Gaucho de I don't remember the reference. I don't get the reference. What? Gaucho? Yeah. Gaucho is like the Spanish cowboy. <laughs> like Mexican cowboys that wear the big giant pants. Oh, okay, I hear you. Gaucho, Gaucho marks. Gaucho. Um, Have you seen that gaucho trend where they wear the really long boots that curl up at the end? <laughs> no. Um, you never seen that? No. It's a thing. It's like uh, they do line dancing wearing these absurd, like, when I say long, pointy toes, like, I mean like long. two, three feet long. Jeez. Oh, and like the longer your boots are, like the cooler it is. And and, <laughs> right. and what they're doing Size isn't matters. really that it's impressive. It's not like they're like break dancing in these things. They're literally just like doing line dances with like with very simple stepping maneuvers but wearing these huge huge shoes it's so bizarre so they're wearing like really really big uh lollipop kid shoes but they're wearing jankos <laughs> yeah pretty much when did um like cowboy go from like a younger man whose job was to gather cows turned into like a transient horseback bean mm. eating fire sitting i guess bean eating <laughs> Canyon dwelling, bean eating. I don't know. Um, I'm. Uh, I don't have an answer. You think? Uh, you think that's just a cinema thing? I can usually bullshit my way around an answer. Don't have one. Aww. What like city slickers? That kind of like bean eating, pooping on a cactus. Kinda. I guess. It's, I guess it's like, hey, whatever happened? To, whatever happened to that? That young boy, Jason. And they go. Oh, I, nobody's seen him since he was an old cowboy. An old cat oh hand. Ain't nobody seen him since he was a cowboy. Nobody's and then, like, seen him and since he was a Marty Robbins song. Yeah, and then you roll back into town, killing it and shit, oh, wow. playing guitar like Andrew Lang, just nailing it. There you go. That's it. Yep. Those there's something hot. Something shoes. trending. Wow. It's like a big the, thing. The yeah. big and purple and. <laughs> they look like cowboy Ooh. clown shoes. And, and all, always rodeo crazy clown? colors too. It's a rodeo clown. I long, see. Long pointy <laughs> cowboy boots. <laughs> rodeo clown shoes. Yep, long Maybe it originated as a rodeo clown thing, but it's moved its way into like the, the local discotheques. Is that so? That, is that so you can actually put your boot this far up somebody's ass? Maybe. Right. It's just easier to get it in someone's Getting butt. Getting back to that topic. Full circle. You're in the dining room. That song was really friggin' cool. I mean, all your songs are cool, but I, I don't think I've heard that one too many times. Maybe once. Thank once. you. Um, Three times a lady. It's just it, it holds its own weight in uh, in jerky. And um and uh fuck, I don't know. Somebody save me. <laughs> well, I'm glad you like the song. Thanks, Matt. You it's on uh it's on no. Um one of the tracks on no being released December sixteenth. Everywhere. N O. Which is N O W. Right, correct. No. Which is my birthday, December sixteenth. <laughs> Happy birthday. Thank you. And if you want to get me a birthday <laughs> present, don't. Instead, download No. Uh, available. I'll, I'll just say the. I'm going to share the link on Wednesday, but um, this, this airs on Monday, correct? Right. Um, so if you're listening, you can visit 
www.andrewlang, that's A-N-D-R-E-W-L-A-N-G-E, andrewlang.bandcamp.com, where you can download it in its entirety for the low, low price of free. Or you could choose to, you know, free or more. Uh, you could choose to donate a couple of dollars to the cause if you want. Uh, that jerky won't buy itself. Right. That's right. Ain't that the That's truth? right. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't wear Mexican cowboy boots. They're too expensive. Or you can. You can wear your Mexican cowboy boots. You can buy them off Amazon. Um, fuck Amazon. Uh, you can buy them from uh, your local dirt merchant and still afford Andrew Lang's new album. Mm-hmm. No. 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 See, this is where you'd have a clip from Encino Man. They go, where he's trying to light the fire, and they go, no. And he, no. I think he just said no. 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 And he just keeps saying it. No. I gotta give that another watch. Oh, that's like, that was like the top two movies I watched before the age of ten. Yeah. There's that and like Michael Jackson's Moonwalker. Moonwalker? Yeah. It was, long, it was a long form music video, basically. Oh. He did a lot of those. It was it was like I think it was accompanied bad when that came out. Gotcha. Bam. Sorry, that was bad. Because I'm bad. <laughs> Who's bad? Hee <laughs> hee. Have you guys heard of Thriller? Thriller. Yes. I, I... Like um the word? Yeah, I've heard of Thriller. <laughs> like movies. They're they're commonly called thrillers. Um, I'm more of a fan of the Indian Thriller. I saw. Oh <laughs> yeah, Goldie Ma. Huh? Uh, yeah. I saw a decent thriller recently called Bone Tomahawk. Have you heard of it? Mm-hmm. It's a western thriller horror. It's a slow burn with like a real big payoff at the end. Uh, starring Kurt Russell and uh, Kurt? Patrick Wilson and what? the dad from Step Brothers. Wow. The opening scene has Sid Haig, Captain Spaulding from, uh, you know, those Rob Zombie movies. Yeah. And uh, David Captain Arquette. Spaulding. <laughs> David Arquette? Sid Haig and David Arquette just cutting like 20 guys' throats. That's the opening scene. Jesus. Wow. Yeah. Sounds fucking great. Sounds like McGruber with all the throat rips. Really good movie. If you liked scalpings, spoiler alert, you will love this movie. Is, does it have anything to do with Native Americans? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, excellent. Yes. Mm. A little history. Sold. A little alternative history. Though contextually <laughs> well, really in this film, <laughs> they're historical savages. The savages? In this film. In the, yeah. Film. Well, I'm sure there was So the natives or, or the white men? The natives. And well, this, that wasn't accurate. It, but hey, it's like like if the natives are the white devil. Think th- think what? the hills have eyes mm. meets uh, True with, Grit, oh. mm. and that's this movie. I was gonna say Dances with Wolves. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. Who is that? Kevin Costner. Dances yeah. with Wolves. Yeah, that's a great movie. Give it another watch. Yeah, I feel like. Um, I feel like this album, uh, Andrew's new album is going to be in a movie or something. I can just feel it, smell it. And if it isn't, we should make that movie. Yeah. Go out west. Ooh. Ride on some cows. Yeah, let's go out west, Jersey. Go out west, Jersey. Yo, Califon. <laughs> you anyone know where Califon, let's New Jersey to, is? Let's go to Cumbersome, New Jersey. Weird. <laughs> Very farmy. Cumbersome. Cumbersome. We'll go to Hunterdon. Right by Bucks. Joe and I went to a uh, t- went to a bar last night to get burgers, and there's like one of those jukeboxes that you could play from your phone. So I kept playing. I I played a few songs just to bum the place out, <laughs> like Excellent. like the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald, which is like a 12 minute song about a ship sinking, sinking. <laughs> yeah. And no, and 
That, remember that one guy? I cut him off because they play next. He was pissed. Yeah, he had like um like reggaeton pop. Yeah. On so it went from reggaeton pop to the sinking of the Edmonds Fitzgerald song epic. It's like fifteen minutes long. The reason I brought that up is because when we left, I played Cumbersome by Seven Mary Three. Yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to piss everybody off. And you also played uh, Where Have All the Cowboys Gone? Yes. <laughs> which um, which yeah, you're so you're probably hated by the um by the by the Spanish demographic. That's fine. You know, honestly, that, I hated that song when it first came out, but I listened back to it like within the last few months, and I really like it. <laughs> Lyrics are corny as shit, but what is it? Where have all the cowboys gone? By Paula Cole. Where like a, have yeah. all the cowboys gone? It was like a, it was like a top forty hit in the nineties. I'm sure I've heard it. I yeah. can't think of it. Too. I hated it back it's then, dark. but it's actually pretty good. Isn't the music video her like cutting her wrists and yeah, and falling backwards into a tub? Yes. Nice. Yeah, the fucking nineties, man. <laughs> um. All right. Well. Uh, I think Andrew has got some more songs, but we'll go to break. This is Impossible Cities with a song called Remove It. I'll try something better this time. Truth lies when the courage removes itself from the town. I've let you down so many times. Oh, love lies when you're staring back at those several. Cry, where's the light? I honest, dollar sign. And our sisters, they cry, where's the 
money and business and everything in between us. Sitting on 
Welcome back to live from the dining room. Yeah, <laughs> that was the Vaughns with a song called "What's Cooking." Um, they're gonna be playing this Friday, the 18th of December, over at the Court Tavern in New Brunswick, New Jersey. They're gonna be with Low Light, Roadside Graves, a band called Dentist, and a band called Delcy. Delcy. <laughs> Delcy is Matt's band. Uh, Matt plays drums in the band. He nine inch nails. He does everything. He's one of the he's one of the best parts yeah. of the band, other than the bass. The bass is probably the best. But, um, yeah. No, the 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 most talented person in the band of Delcy is Quan Jeffries, who's in a much better band called County Drop. Oh, he's in County Drop. He's in County Drop. I know them. Yeah, that's that's the 18th. The court uh, 8 p.m. 21 plus 10 dollars at the door. Before you that, should come. I'll see you over there. Just stay home. I don't care what you do. You should probably come. Before that was a song that... Um, come see the other bands. They're good. Yeah, they are. Don't say yourself short. Your band's pretty cool, too. Dude, Roadside Graves. They oh, fucking no. rule. They're on here. The Vaughns are pretty bomb.com. The bomb.com, in fact. Uh, before that was a song by me <laughs> that Matt recorded. Yeah. And it, we were just boxing around, and I, I felt like it was a nice enough day out today. To release a song with some mouth sounds mm-hmm. and some guitaring. Thanks, Matt. You're welcome. That song's called Sounds from the Mouth Hole. <laughs> Before that was Impossible Cities with Remove It. Uh, you can check out more of Impossible Cities um, at diningroomradio.net. Uh, they, they, they were on the show once. <clears throat> yep. They were cool. A lot of fun. They were all aliens. Well, one of them was. One of them admitted to being an alien, anyway. Palladian. Um, you can also uh, you can watch this show on HBO, um, <laughs> After Dark, Skinamax, every Thursday, Sunday. Uh, <clears throat> want to do some prank calls? <laughs> do we want to do prank calls? Yeah. I guess. Do we want to? Andrew, you want to prank somebody? Who would, who would we prank? I don't know. 
that just popped in. I do have a phone book in the house. Ooh, let's we apply just for health care. You want to apply for health care? How about yeah. life insurance? Let's do that. Mm. And they're going to ask you how old you are, and you're going to tell them you're 12. You're going to get the best rate. It's a good policy. It's going to be really good. No, policy. what you have to do is you have to call up a uh, hearing aid company mm -hmm. and just scream at them the entire time. Mm -hmm. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> a life alert. That's horrible. Yeah. Matt, you're the worst behaved. I never said life alert. I said hearing you're aids. You're the worst behaved. On one of my previous podcasts, we one time attempted to prank a suicide hotline. Oh, no. Oh, boy. Terrible. And you said, I'm bad. Kiss my butt. You know, I wonder why we're always butt uh, face. losing likes on social media. It's because we say stupid shit like that. Yeah. I, I mean, I said attempted to. They, they, they caught on quick and we hung up. Attempted suicide hotline. Attempted. <laughs> I tried. I just can't succeed. <laughs> Because I really don't want to do it. I just want the attention. He overdosed on vitamin C. <laughs> yeah. He got explosive diarrhea. Poop again, huh? Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> Wait, what were we watching today? There was like some... Uh... Us? Yeah, the, the, um, the Asian thing. Diarrhea. Oh, <laughs> I have a bad case of diarrhea. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Like I a... have a bad case of diarrhea. Right. That thing's great. There's a 10-hour loop of that on, on YouTube. I believe There's a 10-hour loop of everything. That's the truth. Ten hour poop can we play that during the next song break? Ten hours. Of course we could. All ten hours. All ten hours. <laughs> um. Umjamin. Umjamin. Happy Sunday. Umjamin, hand me that. Happy Sunday, everybody. Happy Sunday. So it's the month of December. Yep. And it's here in New Jersey, it's seventy degrees. Excellent. Seventy degrees. It's 70 degrees outside, and we've got uh, nice mild temps. I'm telling you, it's because we have another star approaching us. we got a big lump the, of brown headed towards us the, in the, outer space. The radical Christians are right. Truthfully, for as long as I can remember, every December, some at some point it got up to 60. When I, when I thought that was kind of normal for most of my life. But 70 is pushing it. 70. Like, I walked down to the store today to get cigarettes and coffee, and I... And I did. I just went in a, in a short sleeve T-shirt. <laughs> I saw people washing their cars. Yeah, my dad washed the cars today too. It, it was. That was. I guess maybe people washing their cars is like when you start realizing there's a threat. Threat. A threat. Yes. People mowing their lawns and it's like. Oh, I almost mowed not, my lawn. It is not spring. <laughs> like, it's them climate terrorists. I get a text message from Joe over here, and he goes, "Hey, what are you doing today? Spring cleaning?" <laughs> yep. I, I went tanning today. Did you? Outside, yeah. I can tell. Outdooring. You were soaking the D? Yeah. Getting that big, fat, big, hit you big in hard face. D. Then I got kicked out. They were like, you can't be here. This is an elementary school. <laughs> <laughs> and, you're like, and you're just screaming. They're dragging you out. You're like, I'm just trying to get the D. Yeah. <laughs> that joke was like, school on a Sunday. No class. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yes, I invited, I invited Mr. Matt over here to... Meet the great Andrew Lang, and um, you guys have met. And now what? Now where are you gonna take your relationship? I'm not sure. <laughs> Maybe we'll soak some D together. That's true. Soak some D. Yeah. Hmm. At an elementary school or two. Oh. <laughs> Bunch of D soakers. Yeah. <laughs> you, guys, you gotta <laughs> soak the D. It's good for you. You guys are bad Johns. Can we talk John. about Christmas? Sure. sure. Does everyone here celebrate Christmas? Kind of. Yeah. yeah. So. yeah. I mean, it's it's lost its pizzazz. I'm taking this year me. off for the most part. 
I'm gonna go through the motions, but as far as like receiving and giving gifts, no, I'm not doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. I now, saw. I saw what if someone forces a gift on you. Like I got this for you. Take it. I'm. I'm. I'm just, gonna be. No, a, just go return it. it. Just return exactly. it. Exactly. Keep it for yourself. All right. Um, <laughs> I saw. I saw. Uh, I saw a nativity scene on somebody's front lawn. You know, like the manger and stuff. Um, except it was so close to the curb, I wasn't sure if they're <laughs> leaving it out for the garbage or, or what. Funny is thing, that, I, go on. Was that just a New Jersey thing where you steal the Jesuses? Yeah, that was all over the news. No, yeah, right? it's just New Jersey. That's yeah. a thing. It's a new. Is it like a countrywide thing or just New Jersey? Um, I think in other countries, um, you get like shot and hung for doing that. Yeah, not in New Jersey though. You I mean, like, like other <laughs> states. Other other. Yeah. I, don't know. I don't know. Uh. Yeah, Someone said, told me that uh, there's a there's a big one in I think Rutherford or East Rutherford, and um, they tried putting an alarm on the Jesus, so <laughs> it would start chirping when you like when you took it away. Chirping. Yeah. It's like aren't aren't you not supposed to put the Jesus out until Christmas? Christmas. Yeah, that's the rules. In True. the first place. Oh, is that the thing? Yeah, yeah. that's the thing. But people people oh. keep taking them because they. I, they're out there. Maybe people are stealing them and then putting them back oh, the on Christmas baby. Day. The baby Jesus? Covered in This is This afterwards. is my gift to them. <laughs> right? <laughs> Funny thing is about that, a manger is actually uh, what they lead Jesus in, not the building. It is like a trough of, of sorts. It's it's a trough of sorts. Is yeah. the manger? Yeah. The, ma- the building was, I guess, a fucking barn, but right. he actually was laid in a manger as the little wooden box thing they laid him in. Fun fact. Because there was no room at Excellent the end. Fact. Right. No vacancy. Right? No vacancy. I like the way you work it. Funny. No vacancy. Right. Oh, and you weren't, shit. You weren't <laughs> allowed to have divine babies back oh, wait. then. Today is the, I think, uh, seventh day of Hanukkah. Is it? Yeah. Shalom. Funny thing, I saw, I was driving the other day and I saw a menorah made out of uh, two and a half inch PVC. Excellent. Which I thought about. That is the only, that pipe's only used for one thing. Waste. Oh. <laughs> Think oh about it. It's only God. either like just wastewater, <laughs> waste fluids, or um, removing noxious gas from your house. Sometimes kids use it as an alternative to coping on half pipes. Right. Hmm. Right. Yeah. PVC. PVC. Huh. So that shatters when it gets cold, and upon impact. So do bones. That's, That's true. why they take the winter off. Yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah. So I mean. I don't know. People are weird. I saw I saw they were like taken down from like some town halls or from like some parks. They they're taking down like all the holiday stuff. Like uh, I don't know who's making a stink. If it was the Christians or the or are they the, trying to like push it Jews. back to like just Happy December at this point? Mm-hmm. Can't say holidays, <clears throat> Christmas or Hanukkah. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, and it's like you know what? Who really gave a shit to begin with? But it's like we were doing it for so long. It's now now everybody's just making a stupid. That's stink the thing about I don't it. understand. It's become so far detached from the religious aspect now now it's just more of like a cultural celebration thing you know which is fine um and i I, yeah i don't understand when people make such a fuss about it i see i work with like um i don't want to i can't really word it the way i want to but he's a hardcore jew right and he is he knows everything about christianity judaism and he's like hanukkah not that big of a holiday He's like, you know, the meaning that everybody knows behind it and what actually is the story behind Hanukkah. He's like, it's not the big heavy hitter in the Jewish religion. He's like, you don't know right. nothing about Yom the Kippur, Jesuits. Rosh Hashanah. Those Passover. are like, yeah, those are the big heavy hitters. Yeah. Hanukkah's, it's eight days of gifts and it's we, not really We that wouldn't big even know thing. what it is if it wasn't for Adam Sandler. Exactly. <laughs> You'd be like, hey, 
Sandler. You were a yarmulke. Yeah. What's that all about? Hamaka, yarmulke. Speaking of yarmulkes, all right, I'm just going to change, uh, get off topic real quick. So, um, all right, I'm going to talk about this, but it's my idea. No one else, I'm copywriting it right now. Okay. Um, <laughs> so you know how they use, uh, like, the juglu, the, um, like, for the yarmulkes or for toupees, the, uh, like, the t- double-sided tape? Right. So I found out recently that a lot of go-go dancers use those to adhere their pasties. Right. And um, I started thinking about it. I started researching what the the most common thing that they use to keep those things on. And it's either spirit gum, which is like the adhesive for... um, Prosthetic. Yeah, exactly. Makeups. Or the double-sided tape for the toupees and the yarmulkes. And there's complaints in both camps. The spirit gum is not sticky enough, apparently, mm-hmm. for like really like aggressive twirling. Yeah, for and uh, <laughs> for for um, what the Jackson gal? What's her name? Victoria. One, Victoria Jackson. Janet. <laughs> Janet Jackson. Yeah, she was like the she was one of the first notor- like really big. They made a big fuss about her boob popping out, right? Yeah, that was her. Um, and she was like, it's the spirit gum. <laughs> so the. Yeah, exactly. There you go. So, and it also apparently smells funny. And the double-sided tape can cause skin reactions. You know, right. sticks a little too well. Right. So I had this idea, and it's, and it's not, it's not, it's not a Hasidic or whatever. Kosher. Oh no, I was thinking acidic. Oh, it's not. Uh, it's a. Okay. It's basic. No, I'm just kidding. I got you. I'm sorry. For uh, I'm so I, I want to develop an adhesive called, or it's it's going to be just for pasties and like sold. Marketed towards go-go dancers, the people that wear pasties, and it's going to be called "Ready, Nip Grip." Nip, nip Grip. Nip Grip. What nip. about? Is it? Is it? Um. Is it? Uh, like is it kosher? Paste. Just in case That's you have too. any Jewish, <laughs> Jewish nip um, is pretty awesome. Jewish strippers. Uh, you are there many? Are there many kosher strippers? Kosher strippers. I, I, I would, but I mean, you It's a niche thing anyway. You know, Nip Grip. Niche. It's it's niche. Right. Niche. The, the Nietzsche. It's it's the, the Nietzsche, Nietzsche Lubre. <laughs> so is that how you get it off? Um, I think I, I would I would imagine that the stickiness factor is somewhere in between the spirit gum and the tape. Okay. And it's going to be non-GMO, <laughs> gluten-free, cage-free, um, free-range, nip grip, halal, kosher, right, all all of the above. Right. So if anyone that's listening to this is a go-go dancer and or is friends easily. with a go-go dancer and would like to chime in, uh, I could really use your insight. So email me. Can I say my email address on the air? Of course well, you can. A little yeah. bunch of creeps. Yeah, we've had people give their um, give their credit card account numbers. Yeah. It's so. ALFIFTH87. That's A-L-F-I-F-T-H-87 at yahoo.com. Please let me know what kind of nipple grip you use and... Uh, whether or not you think it's a worthwhile endeavor to pursue this, because I feel like it's gonna, I think it's gonna change my life. It's gonna send me. I think that idea it's is like whiteout to like the the monkeys. Which one was that? Which monkey was it? Davy Jones's mother. <laughs> oh, the monkeys. <laughs> what happened? It's like whiteout. To wasn't Davey Jones. wasn't Davy Jones from the monkeys' mother the inventor of whiteout? Really? And kind of that's what he kind of lived off of, not the monkeys. Huh? I did not know that. Did, did, was it tested using animals or any or any monkeys harmed in the making of whiteout? A lot of whiteout. I'm assuming he would. Whiteout. White. White oot. White oot. Huffing never worked for me. 
I couldn't do it right or something. Huffing? Yeah. Joking. <laughs> <laughs> I would never huff after dare. Really? Um, back in hey. school. Your face is melted from the sinuses out. Yeah. You just died. They would tell all those stories once. of people huffing like legitimate industrial Elmer's glue. Really? Yeah. I've never tried to huff. Um, Me neither. At my grandpa's funeral, my cousin and I um, were just, you know, fooling around and we found a, uh, they have fake plants at the funeral parlor, like in the common room, you know? Right. And uh, we had like heard about huffing and we were so young and we found, they had uh, like Lysol spray <sighs> to make the fake plants smell like flowers or whatever and we were literally just for the trees spraying it like shaking it first and spraying it right in our mouths and breathing it in like do you feel anything no we must have been i don't know eight years old nine years old well it explains a lot my fresh breath (laughs) (laughs) yes it brings me back to Beavis and Butthead when they were when they were huffing paint thinner that like in like the first season. <laughs> yeah, jeez. Yeah, they were yeah. painting Anderson's hey, house. Huff on that paint thinner. No, I, I, I pulled this up because you brought up that uh, that basically this isn't true. Hanukkah isn't the Jewish Christmas. No, it's mm. not. Mm. Huh. That's um yeah. Easter. Easter. It's a Jewish yeah. Christmas, yeah. Because they killed the Savior. Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> oh, horrible. Uh, I don't know. I just don't. Whatever. Don't let your I hardcore just... Jew boss hear this. He's not my boss. Oh. He's my buddy. He's the creator of Nomen Fracture. Ooh. The word game where you figure out celebrity names. Oh. Yeah. I ask him all sorts of questions. And he goes, uh, we had this one kid at work, and he was like, how come we don't get off eight days for Hanukkah, but Jewish people get off for Christmas? And he was like, how come we don't get off 28 days for Black History Month? And then walked away from the kid, and the kid was like, <laughs> <laughs> No, but I mean, it's funny. I mean, even, even like the Vatican closes down on some Jewish holidays, which doesn't make any fucking sense. Did you hear on the news, the Pope, uh, was he just recently said, um, Christians, stop trying to convert Jews into Christianity or Catholicism. No, but I didn't know that was happening, though. That, that Apparently was... it was a thing, and oh, I was like, uh, what do you, of course okay. it's a thing. I mean, of course, why wouldn't it be a thing? Listen, we know you killed the Savior, but we'll let it slide. Just come on over to <laughs> our team. <laughs> Damn. That well, see, that's what it is. It's like, I don't know, especially Christianity is America's. It, it's America's. But I guess that's how everybody is, though. I mean, if you talk to an atheist, you know it within the first five seconds of talking to him, right? Because you may sneeze and, and bless yeah. yourself or some shit. And Christianity is is the American Jesus. Christianity. I mean, <laughs> Christianity is the American Jesus, as as bad religion portrayed it, and Christmas is Coca Cola. It's a it's a polar they bear it's own, a polar bear choking on a plastic bottle. No, Coca Cola <laughs> owns that like that image of Santa Claus. That's yeah, like they in, the yeah, image of Santa. That's yeah, a good one too. They invented yeah. it. It's like it's like the like the Norman pinnacle. Rockwell. Like yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's like the Coca Cola Santa Claus. Huh? Yeah. No guy who has that tattooed on his leg. Good for him. With a big rosy rosy nose, big red rosy nose. Who's got a beard that's long and white? Anyway. Welcome. You gonna play any Mitch Miller tonight? Welcome All back right. to welcome back to uh, Infowars. Okay. Should I play another song? Brought to you by Amazon. Uh, <laughs> Jewish <laughs> Christmas. Yes. Brought to you by Jewish Christmas. Call in now. Get a uh, get half off at China Buffet and movie tickets. Sorry.
Gonna play a song called Long Shot. Let's get my uh, cave talk. These are songs e. all off of no, no. Excellent. I love when you play that the the low E with your oh yeah <laughs> with your thumb. <laughs> Shit fucking freaks me out every time. <laughs> Andrew's got he's got four thumbs, six pinkies, two <clears throat> dinguses, two dinguses, two dang ding dangus. I'll tell you what, Hammond. 
Hey, my name's Rufus. You're those Damn kids up and whacking in my tool shed. <laughs> <laughs> Huffing in my Winnebago. <laughs> so, am I going to... Um, do you want me to play another, or is there one more song break? We have one more break. All right, cool. Um, so... We should probably just go into it, considering we kind of, like, talked a bunch of shit about a bunch of religion. saying so much. <laughs> I don't know why we did that. We just like bashed everything. We were just talking so yeah. commonly. But man, we took sh- I mean, I took shots at everything. I feel like yeah. we, we took shots at the, the Catholics, the Christians, the uh, the Jewish, and the atheists. Now, let me tell you something about those smelly Mormons. The cats, the Christians, shoot to fire. Smelly Mormons. You know what I call them? Mormons. Ready unloading them? I call Mormons. I call them more more Mormons. Morons. More, more man. It's good. It's good. It's good. All right, yeah, we'll fucking... But of course, we're afraid to talk about the religion that's, you know, breaking the news right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I did. I, I called, um... Muslins, like the backdrops, right? Yes. Muslin backdrops. Yeah. You could buy those at B&H, photo video. Muslin? Pretty, pretty intriguing. Yeah, what is muslin. That? It's like one color on one side, one color on the other. Usually it's like a canvas material. Oh, no way, man. I'll never buy that. No way. <laughs> No way, sounds too much like muslin. <laughs> I saw the ad for that, actually. For the muslin. It said, these deals are explosive. <laughs> exactly. That's fucking <laughs> Not only is that set, shots, shots fired. We are not... No, we are not shock jocks. We just think shit's funny. Shock jocks. Shock jockery really is kind of annoying at this point. Yeah. What it is used that? To be something, like, like people that just say things on the radio to be shocking. Mm. Like, like, let's right. get attention just by saying shocking things. It's fictional. It's like, like you don't really fucking believe that. Shut up. 120 volts. Funny. Long time Opie and Anthony fan here saying shock jockery is stupid. Yeah. 1.21 gigawatts. Very shocking. Extremely shocking. Oh, my God. Gigawatts. Gigawatts. Um, I once... I didn't realize that... I'm whispering like everyone listening <laughs> can't hear. I I did not realize that the word jigaboo is a, oh, a, a yeah. racist word. I didn't I didn't know, and I was just being silly. I was in a bar, and my buddy was like, um, uh, he was just talking candidly, like, "Oh, I just got a new hard drive." And I was like, "Oh, how many jigaboos does it hold?" And everyone, like one of those classic, oh, like gosh. all the volume went down. Just stared at me. I was like, "What?" <laughs> what? How, I didn't know. Is it one point twenty one jigaboos? I didn't know that either. It's like it's like that scene in Clerks Two with the whole porch yeah. monkey. Yeah, exactly. It's the porch monkey. I'm bringing, bringing it, it back. back. <laughs> I'm bringing it back. Oh, uh, isn't that great? That's like um, white people talk. <laughs> no, I mean it's just um, it's it's ignorant. It's ignorant racism. Yeah, but not like. But not like you're be- It's actual ignorance. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just a dummy. Yeah. <laughs> right. I don't know any better because I, I wasn't learned it. I don't know. Maybe it's not actually ignorance because I feel like in order for it to be totally ignorant, you'd have to actually acknowledge it and then ignore it. Yeah, I guess so. So it's Is not ignorance. ignorance? Just you didn't know. Just a simple mistake. Yeah. I guess, right? Anyway, let's get... Let's get... <laughs> Let's get to what the show's actually about. All the Periscope people left. <laughs> no, there's more this, of them. It looks like it says three. There's more of them. There's more of you out there. Nice. Well, this is Keith Kenny with, and the light came blaring in. I'm guessing the window. Can't see the old words.
Life in the carnival is crazy as it seems But I'll set up the tent while you bring in the light And let the animals run wild Let the animals run wild And people never get to see The darkness behind the scenes And following these plastic dreams Gets lonely after a while Did I take the right direction When I left you on your own Cause I can't make a good connection Behind the voices on the phone Until the light came blaring in What did you expect to see? Some picture painted perfectly As always show you you believe Until it's all gone out of style And you may make this realization When you're staring at the clowns Yeah, we call that innovation But it'll only bring you down Until the light came blaring in What a beautiful face I have found in this place 
that is circling all around the sun. What a beautiful dream, like a flash on a screen, and they blink of an eye and be gone from me. Thank you. 
Welcome back to Life in the Dining Room. <laughs> Nothing going on wrong here. <laughs> sitting here with Andrew Lang, Jason Wallace hey. at the helm. The cool, the second coolest kid I know, Matt Scott. We I'm got the second coolest. We got Silent Steph <laughs> slash regular Steph in the building. A silent Steph, I like that. And Robert Paulson a left in death. We have a name, and that is Robert Paulson, and he's alive, and he lives here. We got the peg sitting next door. Being the peg. Uh, you heard somewhere in that break, you heard Brian Rothenbeck with a song called In the Aeroplane Over the Sea. Oh, get it together, Jay. It's Neutral it, Milk Hotel cover. Oh, I know that. They're, Brian Rothenbeck will be playing Friday, the 18th of December at Harbin Bar at Clifton, New Jersey. Maybe we have Brian McPherson, Chris Skell, and Steve Burks. That starts at 8 p.m. Holy shit. Holy shit. See this there. Sorry, I got on you there for a second. You were, you were talking like Siri. Oh, sorry. You were like, I'm guilty of that sometimes. Oh, plan. Well, because I, I knew the name of the song was Aeroplane, but, um... I don't understand. But, uh, my, my word processing software corrected it to Aeroplane for me. Mm. Which annoyed me. One time I said to Siri, uh, talk dirty to me, and it responded, the carpet needs vacuuming. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a joke, that's real. If you want Siri to say anything, just say play songs by and then say the most filthiest shit you ever will. She'll repeat it right back to you. Yeah. Is that how you get your kicks? Yeah. (laughs) When you're ordering off Amazon? No. No? I don't don't use Amazon, I'm just joking. Almost everything in this room was purchased on Amazon. How do you feel about that? Fine, the room came together just fine. (laughs) (laughs) Ah... It's all right. It is a pretty nice room. Why, thank you. Um, before that, I don't know if I mentioned it. There's a song uh, called And the Lights Came Blaring In. By Keith Kenny. By Keith Kenny. Kid's a master magician. Yes, he is. Like I think I saw him at the... Uh, I think maybe the first time I saw him was at the Stanhope House, and then I saw him at the Clash Bar. I, I think um, when Dad Brother was still around, we played with him. DB. Yeah. He's, um... He's quite the... He does everything. Kick stuff. Strum stuff. Yell stuff. He's, he's nuts. Yeah. He's yeah. musically nuts. I like his style. He's like a ghost, though. You see him, and then he's gone. Like, at his shows. He tours a lot. Yes, he's all over. I'm guilty of that disappearing at shows, though. Yeah. I'm bad that way. Oh, the Irish goodbye? Yeah. Big time. Just head it out. Real bad that way. You, I mean, I'm sure you've met a few. We've met a few doing this. Like, just people that just tour constantly. Yeah. Kind of, I don't know. I kind of, I kind of admire it. Yeah. Totally. I don't know if I could hang. Yeah. I don't know if I could be that guy. Yeah. I mean, I haven't. I've only been on a couple of tours, and even those were small ones. You know, like a week long, East Coast. And um, we had a funny tour with uh, Dad Brother and a band called Nude Dudes. Um, you know the Nude Dudes. You know, new, dude, new yeah, dudes. Of course. Do you know? Uh, Used to be Connor and the Stonehill Kids. Yeah, yeah. Do you know Glenn, the drummer? No. Oh, he's gonna be playing drums he's, for. He's the me. nastiest drummer I've, I've ever seen. He's in insane. Life. I've never seen anything like it. On uh, little show plug, uh, December nineteenth at Dingbats in is that Clifton? Dingbats. Dingbats is Clifton. Yes. Um, I'm gonna be playing and uh, along with a bunch of other bands. You know, we'll mention it before the show's over, but. Glenn of New Dudes fame is playing drums for me, and Evan Luberger of Rosie Bangle and formerly of Dad Brother is playing bass. 
So it'll be a cool little three-piece lineup. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, but anyways, we went on this tour, and uh, we had, I think we had like eight dates booked, and through various random circumstances, one by one, they all started getting canceled, and the only one we ended up playing was Baltimore, so we dubbed it the Balta Tour. Balta Tour. Yeah. It's clever. Out for a week and only played one show. It's clever Hoffman. One, every reason that a show was going to get canceled was weirder. Like, first it was... Um, you know, oh, there's a scheduling conflict. Show's canceled. Okay. Then it was an outdoor venue and there's rain predicted. Show canceled. Okay. okay. By the end, there was a show in Richmond, which we were really excited to play. It was at a, uh, like, a frat house. All like the a, toilets got stolen. No. They, um, there was, like, a crazy, like, rape something or other that happened. And, like, the cops got involved and just shut everything down. So, Holy like, shit. there was a lot of heat, so they canceled the show. I That's thought a- you meant the cops got involved in the rape. No, no. Oh. That was way different. I was going to say, like, grandma got pregnant. <clears throat> or something. <laughs> you said weirder. Yeah, so I went weird. I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't see that coming. That was, uh, that was a failed tour. It's Balta tour. Balta tour. Yeah. Catch a couple Orioles games. Eat some corn dogs. I actually been to a few. It used to... Date a girl from Baltimore and went to a few Orioles games. It's fun. Really? I like it. Yeah. I've only driven through Baltimore. Never really got out of the car much. There's some scary parts of Baltimore. Yeah. Baltimore. Like I hung out in uh, Richmond for like a night and a half. That was a, that's a fucking cool. I city. love Richmond. It's great. I've never been anywhere. Oh, you've been to Boston, Robinson. Yeah. Been to Lowell. Lowell. You got, you got to see Hanalee in Boston. How exciting is that? Hanalee and Jared Hart in Boston. That was pretty cool. Yeah, that was pretty pretty gnarly. It was like New Jersey in Boston. Yeah. Except we were in the, we were in like college town, so it was all the UMass kids, and they were just horrible people. I thought I was desensitized by horrible college kids being so close to Rutgers, but they're a lot better. No, like Rutgers even, kids just have opinions. Big no, big opinions. Yeah, but even like the bros, you know, even like the the shitty frat kids. Like, I thought they were bad. No, these kids are really bad. Like, like my dad's a lawyer. Fucking, you know, dressed to the T, my dad's a lawyer. My dad, um, I'm, I'm doing this because of my dad's money. Yeah, and um, and just walking by, like, they walk by this venue where all these punk kids are standing, all these punk kids from Jersey are standing outside of, and they're like, yeah, let's go in there. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I looked and I almost threw up in my mouth, like on how douchey. Well, I like I hate myself for doing that impersonation, but it was just like that, if not worse. And they all like ca- they all cackled, like a gaggle of fucking like a gaggle of. Look at these poor kids. It was that bad. It Listening was. to their punk rock music, I'm gonna go hang out with my crew buddies. <laughs> row, row. Row. I driving the social network. Robot House. Like those guys from Futurama that hate Robot House. <laughs> oh, Futurama's the greatest show. It's a great show. Uh, Rick and Morty is super, uh, oh, super yeah. smart. I never seen it. You never seen Rick and Morty? Oh, no. Yeah, the kid. He's always talking like this, and he's always freaking out about stuff. I've heard good things about it. I've never seen it. Though. Watch Excellent. Little Rick. Same here. Watch the Little Rick episode. Little yeah. Rick. There's that one. I like I like get swifty. Come on and get swifty. It's Take the, a shit. It's a really really smart show. I know, and I see. I, I actually I, it's on my Hulu as <sighs> things to watch. But I just I just I see Seinfeld. I'm like, all right. Yeah, and um and uh Metalocalypse. Well, for and, a while, um, it was Seinfeld and Daria. 
and um, Daria, Bob the Ross. Only, the only things I watch are uh, like Discovery, History, those channels. Watch all. Of them. Have you I've watched, watched on the History one. Channel? Hunting Hitler. Yeah, <gasps> amazing yeah, show. Yeah, it's good. Great. Yeah, They're I like think I missed one. one last Tuesday. I'm gonna have to watch. I gotta that. check that out. Dude, it's good. We've tr- we've traced Hitler's steps and found out that he's in Congress. <laughs> Why does he do that in the TMZ voice? What? Because that's what History 2 is. Oh. <laughs> the Curse of o- Oak Island. Uh, yeah, some weird ones. The Illuminati dropped off the... No, the... The fucking... Bonaparte. <laughs> <laughs> it's great, though. Jesus himself delivered... Delivered the Ark of the uh, Covenant. Did you see the, the show with... Uh, the, there's two brothers from Boston that Oak look Island. for giants. Oh, those guys? Yeah. yeah. It's all like myth- mythology and shit, which is be- slowly being turned into um, like, like pseudo history. Yeah, that's fine. And it's like put out by the establishment, and, and then like they dis- the establishment themselves has all these people discredit, man. discredit all of the um, well the establishment. They he's do. being he's being very mannish right now. Yeah. The establishment, and the, the, the theories, man. And no, well they discredit the archaeology, and then they have a whole fucking show about it for the kicks. It's stupid. They're rewriting, you know, especially in, you know, in our generation of people that are, you know, whatever, man. Yeah. Fuck you, man. Andrew, you remember that, you that show? My that tie-dye you, shirt disagrees with you, man. No, that show that you played at Krogs, the, the, the Scottish dude that opened it up. Yeah, Mick Cargan. Yes. Yeah. I was talking to him, and my dumb brain went to, what did you learn in, in history class in Scotland? <laughs> Which is a weird thing to ask somebody. What, what was his answer? I don't know. Oh, the fuck do I know? You fucking cunt. <laughs> He, oh, can I say that word? Is that okay? Of course. Yeah. Especially. Uh, see you next Tuesday. Yes. Yeah. He says that word maybe like ten times in a sentence. sentence. Oh, so it's like it's like he's from New Jersey and he says fucking. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. It's like well, anything. I think like, um, I think European I cunt is like American North American asshole. Mm. It's like North American the. <laughs> I was talking to him and his brother for a little while, but that's the only I was like. So I was like, "What was like history class for you guys?" I don't know why I went to that. That's so strange. But he had a good answer. I forgot what it was. I was he was really good. Yeah, I like sure. that a lot. We're it's buds good. on Facebook. Hey, Mick. Hi. All right. Mm-hmm. We should get it. We should get it in. Get it. Should I play a song? Yeah, you got one more for us. Yep. Ooh. Uno más. Uno más para favor. Uno más. Mi Shanghai Night. Uno más. Shanghai Nights. Shanghai Noon. I like Noon better. Then, yeah, because when they're doing the drinking in the bathtub, and you Uno más in the big bubble. <laughs> <laughs> this song be called Two Dollar Grave. You got my uh, KV voice? Serrated, with pistol grip and rage, 
my sins become a paintbrush and the canvas is your face and maybe I'm frustrated maybe I'm not thinking straight maybe I'm not drunk enough to wipe that look from off your face but when it breaks it shatters oh and when it rains it hails when I'm gone your skin is hiding under someone else's nails and I can only wait so long for you to come back from the corner where they color your rum papa's knocking bottles and mama's talking strange and i'm sleeping with the devil in a two dollar grave I shocked when I got burned And I'm afraid to tell you just how much I love it when it hurts And like a locomotive, I can't stop till I am told I am the local 66 and you're a bump in the road And maybe I'm frustrated, maybe I'm not thinking straight Maybe I'm not drunk enough to wipe that look from off your face when it breaks, it shatters, oh, and when it rains, it hails. When I'm gone, your skin is hiding under someone else's nails. And I can only wait so long for you to come back from the corner where they color your own. Papa's knocking bottles and mama's talking strange, and I'm sleeping with the Dollar grave. I can only wait so long until you come back from the corner where they color your own. Papa's knocking bottles back and mama's talking some strange and I'm sleeping with the devil in a two dollar grave. I'm sleeping with the devil in a two dollar grave. I'm sleeping Oh, I unplugged myself. Dude, personal favorite of mine. Yeah. I've noticed a lot of your songs are about currency and death and where you're going to. There is some currency, isn't there? A little bit of currency, a little bit of death, uh, covering all 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 things I don't understand. (laughs) Currency, death, come... I first heard that last time you were here, and then Holy Trinity. Reese was here a few weeks later, and he dropped me like a rough version of that that you recorded. Oh, yeah. So I've been listening to that for months now. Yeah, so um, that song, thank you, by the way, yeah. that you listened to that, and I'm assuming you enjoy it yeah. if you listen to it. Um, that song, uh, I wrote it on, you know, I wrote it for me, played it for Reese of Reese Van Riper. And he loved it and asked if it could be on the Reese Van Riper album. So now it's the closing track of the Reese Van Riper album. Even though I'm no longer in the band, we still have a good relationship. And uh, I'm happy that he wants to use the song. And um, he's happy that I want him to use it. So there's a version of it 
on the Reese Van Riper album, which I actually haven't even heard the final of yet. And then I did another version of it for my no no out December sixteenth, um, and it's got a totally different vibe. But yeah, I, I, I like it. Cool. I didn't know that. And yeah. You threw it on there. That's cool. I did. I, I know the one that I have. He's got some, um, I guess, haunting back. Backing vocals. Oh, geez, yeah, he he does really good harmonies on it. That's probably the version he's going to be releasing. As a matter of fact, I asked him to do harmonies on it, and I sent him like the wave files. Mm-hmm. He's he's gonna well supposed to do the harmonies and send it back. So maybe Reese, if you're listening to this, you better get on that, bud. You got until Wednesday, so uh, you know his harmonies might be on the uh, the final version. As of right now, they're not there. Nice. He'll, he'll get on it. Yeah. <laughs> Confidence show over there, no. drawing pictures. Yeah, he's he's on it. Hey, <laughs> drawing windmills and shit. Deutsch windmills. You got me drawing windmills. Deutsch, actually the Dutch. Make it a Deutsch. Is <coughs> it fucked up that like we just call it Germany, but they call it Deutschland? Deutschland. How does that fucking convert? No, I think what's what's worse than talking about convert is uh, standard and metric. Convert. I love How that, we man. call it standard, but. The rest of the world, it's metric. <laughs> yeah. Oh. That's one of those driving the parkway, parking the driveway things. Exactly. It's all a big Gallagher joke, and he's pissed off. England, the car park. Mm. Take the roundabout. Fuck you, Siri. Take the roundabout. What's the car park? It's the driveway. Oh, okay. I put it in the car park. Put it in the car put park, in the car man. park. Hmm. You, you know, just, I'm just, just driving my, my whip. <laughs> just put it in the car park. <laughs> put on into the car Mom. park. Mom. I guess I'll just keep change working. My name's um, Paul McCartney. I don't understand the different um, British accents. Which is the one that's like really... I, I, Cogney? Oi, Henry, can we go to the moving pictures? When, when you go and you're talking like this and it's all mumbled mash and you don't know. Uh, old English? I think that'd be old, I think old, that'd be old English. Cogni. It'd be it would be like our equivalent of like old English. West Virginia. Boston. I think Boston. Boston's the worst like Boston. American accent. Yeah. It is? You, but, but, you like, but you like Philadelphia. Baltimore's so right up there. Baltimore? Baltimore. Voldemort? Baltimore. Philadelphia's top Baltimore's top, right top of the fucking chain. What about Minnesota though? That's pretty bad. Minnesota. The Uper? That's like a Canadian hybrid. It's though. a Uper. Yeah, it is, yeah. Don't you know? Oh, don't, hey, you don't you know, dear Bobby? Bobby. You booby. That's, that's, that's just Mrs. Doubtfire. Booby. Or don't you know, there, Bobby? <laughs> Dinner is served. <laughs> Everything about Philadelphia's accents excellent, oh, excellent, except for the use of the word John. Oh, which I've been making like fun of all day. Dude, all right, kids in New Brunswick are trying to bring that John back. Nah. J-A-W-N. It, John. It's a noun. And it's any John noun, right here. Any noun can be replaced with John Place in Philadelphia. Food. I gotta be honest. I do not like Philadelphia. No. No, I've never had a good time there. I enjoy. I'm sorry if you're from Philadelphia and you're listening to this, but I don't like your place. I might like you. I just don't like your place. I like uh, Johnny Brenda's. That's a great venue. Oh yeah, I've been there. That's a cool spot. Um, Last time I was in Philadelphia, I got flashed by a homeless woman in a McDonald's drive-through. That's awesome. So you had to like you last had time it, I was in a McDonald's drive through, and then you were stuck driving with a boner. <laughs> no, no, this was not a boner. <laughs> just flash. It was a, a turtle retreating into its shell, its shell kind of. A oh flash. my gosh! Um, she showed you her chicken McGriddles. I was in, <laughs> I was in my girlfriend's car. I was driving, and um, she was. McGriddle. I was in a bad mood, just 
for whatever reason. And you were in Philly. I was in like yeah, I was in like <laughs> just like a no nonsense mood. And she was coming up to every car and knocking on the window asking oh, for money. Oh no. And I see her coming up and before she knocks, I, I yelled something like, get the fuck away from my car. And in one swift move, she reached down, she pulled down her pants Two and fell pulled swoop. up her shirt wow. at the same time. Oh, Just she like, gave you a crotch flash? Yes. I, oh, I, she, but but I, I can't, when I, when I think back on it, I don't even, like the, the movement was so swift. <sighs> Just both at the same time. And Two fell swoop? Yeah. And yeah, that, that's what happened last time I was in Philadelphia. Well, I gotta hang out with you more. No way, Philly. Man. Absolutely not. I'm never going back there. <laughs> no, I'm sure I will. I'm wait. I'm I, honestly, I'm just waiting to have a good time in Philadelphia. And I know that's, I, it's you know, I'm I'm half joking when I say I hate Philadelphia. It's just that I've only been there a handful of times, and I've never had a great time there. When you go, do you, are you going there for anything specific? You kind of just go. I've gone for sh- to see you, shows. I've gone to play shows. Gone to hang out with friends. So it's pleasure and business. Business and pleasure. You know, I, I I get it. It's a it, you know, there's there's the murals. That's cool. Scrapple brunch. I get it, but cheesesteaks, bicycles, pit bulls. Yeah. I feel like the cheesesteak thing's like a tourist. Chicks that look like dudes, kinda. dudes that look like chicks. It is. Crap. I mean, you can get a pretty good cheesesteak around here. I mean, I, I do go to Philadelphia just like on a whim with no reason to be there. I do that everywhere, though. <clears throat> there's can like, I, there's can I plug a cheesesteak really real quick? Yeah. Um, uh, Beyond Pita, Montclair, New Jersey, Orange Road. Best cheesesteak I've ever had. Hmm. I'll have yeah. to try that next time is I'm up steak in Montclair. No, it's real steak. Uh, and, and, steak, and they use like a hoisin something marinade. It's delicious. It's like a just a little sweet. I um, I really like steak. Me too. Yeah, but it's so I don't know. It's it's cardboardy. It feels like to me. Uh, it's like it, it tastes like cooked bed sheets. I, I feel uh, like with yeah. steakum, it's like ground beef that they flatten. Yeah, and then that's it. Like you could even go to Charlie's in Menlo, and they use like it's a legitimate frozen piece of steak that they like chop. Yeah, you know, and it's like steak. While on the subject, just in case anyone's ever in this area, uh, down the street from me, there's a gas station called Petro Express. They have a they have a, a, like a little deli attached to it. They have this one sandwich. It's called the Port Reading Firehouse. It's Cajun roast beef, uh, steak sauce, and melted Swiss on Sorry. rye bread. Sounds it's good. Unbelievable gas station sandwich. Yeah, it's unbelievably of good. that caliber. Sounds yeah. amazing. I I love eating at gas stations. It's fucked up, right? I, the, there's good spots attached to gas stations. I love it. It's like. Just the, the little quickie marts, I have to buy something weird every time I'm in there. A pair of sunglasses. <laughs> um, not too long ago, though, I, I got a nasty, um, I ate a sinister burrito from the gas station. Oh, no. It was the one at the Shell station on Route 3 East, past the Meadowlands. That's and, about my uh, sister. Oh, yeah. Yeah, don't eat the burritos there. Okay. Steer, steering clear. Yeah. The empanadas are good, though. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I can't find myself eating any anything pre-made at a gas station come like on, that. Come on, Joe. Yeah, come on. You're wearing an American flag. You're being hat, a. You're being a, a and you're food saying you don't the, the eat at a gas station. Made in China. No, I eat at gas stations all the time. You're American. Just, just not like some, hat not something that's like wrapped and says "sell by" on it, like, and has like <laughs> lettuce and shit on it. Come on, dude. Look at the back of this shirt. Live by it. Uh, Diners, drive-ins, and stage dives. Yeah. Guy Fieri. <laughs> More of that shit. Yeah, more like it. Alright. Well, that's uh, very insightful. Yes. Very I'm, insightful I'm going to try that cheesesteak. Uh, pita. Beyond Pita. Beyond Pita. Beyond Pita. Don't be turned off by the rude pita. owner. He's just like that. Super Nazi. 
Pretty much, exactly. Mm. Yeah. First time I went in there, for you. Uh, I didn't realize it was cash only, and uh -oh. I was like, "Do you have an ATM?" And he went, "Closes." Like, Excuse me. Closes. I didn't, and he said it like you know a few times, like aggressively. And I didn't realize he was saying Krausers. There's one next door. Oh, where, where I could use the ATM. Sour Krausers. Sour Krausers. <laughs> That's a good joke. You're a funny guy. <laughs> I like repeating what people say and then laughing at it. <laughs> Rightfully so. Yes. I actually I, I like repeating what people say and then yeah. laughing at it. It's it's <laughs> see what I did. I did. But you didn't laugh. You just said it. Yeah, you're right. So you, you ruined Next it. Time. You're right. You're so right. now when they say Beyond PETA, is that like PETA, the animal rights group? Like they just club animals there and they I don't make think cheese so. steaks out they're, of them? They're one of those like halal places, you know? Oh, okay. It's, it's Hunger Games. I recently talk. just got into Indian curries, mm. and they're delicious. Yeah. Is there I, I always steered, steered, yeah, there's Japanese curry. It's more like a uh, soul food kind of thing, like a uh, comfort food. food. Call it Japan. And what's Indian it's curry like? It's more savory like, than comfortable food. Well, I mean, you can get a hot Indian curry, and it's like, it'll make you sweat, but it's super tasty. Yeah. The turmeric and, like, the star anise. You get, like, like, an invisible guy that smells that just hangs out with you for, like, two months after you're done eating it. Well, I mean, it will come out of your pores and your butthole. Mm. And it comes out the way it looks. Mm. I had so a good it's like idea the feeding tube. for curry. Um, have you, you know, the, uh, like, the Jackass TV show in the movies? Yes. They do antiquing with a handful of flour while someone's <laughs> sleeping? Yes. I came up with the curry bomb. You take a handful of curry with a glove on, of course, and throw, you know, in the, obviously I've never done it. Right. But if anyone out there. That'd right be now. like pepper spraying someone while oh, they sleep. Yeah. It's like the cinnamon challenge, but like, <laughs> involuntarily in your eyes. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> good. <laughs> isn't, isn't that what sarin gas is made out of? Curry? Huh? Nothing. Um, has anyone actually done the cinnamon challenge? Or attempted it? No. I've attempted it. What is the cinnamon challenge? I thought, I thought the method was maybe get enough saliva in there so mm. it... Is it a tablespoon? The problem is it turns into a paste. Oh. Yeah, uh. you can like, people have died because they, they like, they cough and they inhale it. <gasps> and it goes into their lungs and then they have to be rushed to the hospital. Yeah. Because they're on fire from the inside out. I tried it just to get a fucked up throat so I can get a doctor's note for work. Oh, <laughs> um... <laughs> I don't work here anymore, so fuck it. <laughs> the, the the cinnamon challenge is like a, a tablespoon yeah. of, of cinnamon, and you just put it in your mouth and try to swallow it. Cinnamon challenge. Can't you get high off of cinnamon? Oh, I read something about that. Let's try it. You because They did that on um, Orange is the New Black. Oh, did they? Like, yeah, they were they were doing something with cinnamon, and uh, they were like, do you feel anything? And I was like, well, it's time to Google. Were they freebasing cinnamon? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> That's crazy. I don't know what freebasing means. Is that like you? I think it's the vapor of cooking crack. <laughs> oh. No, it's... <laughs> it's, like, wow. it's like extracting all of... It's like... Um, it's like... Uh, uh, what's that word? Concentrating all of the actual bad shit that's in everything. Yeah. Gotcha. Well, I guess it's a good thing we don't know what freebasing is. Yeah, the, ki the kids do it with like... We have all of our shit. teeth, so it's nice. Some of us have all of our teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Freebaser over there. <laughs> <laughs> He's also got that beard you were talking about earlier. Yep. Wow. Opium Farm Joe. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Yeah. Today's episode is brought to you in part by Pablo Escobar and a bunch of other illegal things. Brought to you by Joe's bun. Joe's I love your bun. It's a pony. <laughs> it's just as oh, the most curly. curly. Jump, I got you. Jump on it. It naturally curls into a bun. Yeah, I mean... Uh, man buns are out. They were so last week. It's not a man bun. No, I know. I'm, you have 
ponytail. How, how come nobody ever recognized that I always, when my hair gets long, I always put it in a ponytail? And there's like, I have a straight bomb. I don't know if I've ever seen you with hair this long. Oh. I've, only, I've probably only known you for about a year, right? Two, maybe? Uh, I'd say more than that. Yeah? In yeah. high school, but before I really hung out with Joe too much, there was a, uh, a self-portrait drawn of Joe. I think he did it himself in the hallway. That's Usually back. self-portrait details, self-drawn. Yeah. It's an autobiography. It's an autobiography portrait of Joe. <laughs> and this is back in the day. He, he had very long hair, but he just he just rolled with a sweatband or something like it. Just keep it out of my eyes. And uh, I didn't know him that well, but it was very distinct. And I knew it was Joe immediately because every other self-portrait wasn't that good. Yeah, it was and, like, uh, uh, and mine was awesome. So I, I think I think if you went to this to the sweatband method and not the ponytail bun, um, you'd be more distinct. Whatever. Distinguished. I, uh, I don't want to talk about my style, man. Right. Have you All ever right. done the double pony? Double pony? Yeah. Pigtails? Yeah. Um, I think in like third grade I was a girl for yeah. Halloween. I was pretty comfortable with myself then. Yeah. I wore a poodle dress. I think I had. A, I think I had. Um, I think I wore a wig though. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I um, I like to, I like to dress like a woman sometimes. I guess. I feel like I'm gonna be dressing like a woman a lot more now that I'm that I'm in a band. If you ponytail, you look like Anthony Cumia in the '96. <laughs> he had the double ponytail. <laughs> he looks like a, he, he looks like he could have been a villain in the live-action Mario Brothers movie. Now he really looks like that. <laughs> He's the worst fucking person ever. That's not true. Yeah, he sucks. Whatever. Um, where are we at now? Uh, Port Reading. Oh. New Jersey. Thank you. For the GPS update, Joseph. You're welcome. Oh, can I plug that show? Oh, please. Sure. So, uh, my upcoming show is December 19th at Dingbats. Um, I believe it starts at, it's an early one, it starts at 7.30 and it goes late. It's a lot of acts. And um, so that's going to be, there's a dual Andrew birthday show. It's my birthday show, and it's uh, Andy Longo, uh, bass player of Shift. It's, um, we have the same birthday. Isn't that weird? Andrew Lang, Andrew Longo, same birthday. Um, but we're like opposites. Like he's, he's like an alternate dimension version of me. Like he's, you would love he's, he's like and young and attractive and like has hair. Like, um, one's Langditude, one's Longditude. Yeah. Um, so it's his talk birthday about, show. Talk about dicks. I'm doing that three-piece band with uh, Evan and Glenn. That is going to be fucking cool. It'll be cool. It's sounding good. We, I mean, we've only practiced once, but it's sounding good. So uh, come come to that. Um, I play early, 8 o'clock, I believe, and they're, they're sticking tight to the schedule. That's at the Bats. That's at uh, Dingbat, yeah. Dingbats in Clifton. Dingbat in Clifton, Clifton, yeah. Clifton, yes. And, cool. um, yeah, yeah. I actually never played there. So. Good sound at that place. Yeah. Um, and then... I've got December 29th at the Bowery Electric in New York. That's going to be a solo set. That'll be a lot of fun. Paul Beyer of Reese Van Riper fame. It's his birthday show. Um, a lot of cool, cool people on that one. And uh, December 16th, you can, uh, or if you're if you're listening to this um, special for Live from the Dining Room listeners, you can access the album early. And that is at Andrew Lang, A-N-D-R-E-W-L-A-N-G-E. AndrewLang.bandcamp.com. It's called No, and you can download it for free, or you could pay some money, whatever you'd like. Cool. That's it all pays I got. to be courteous. 
Andrew Lang, check him out. You can listen to his solo stuff. You can check his old band, Dad Brother, out. And of course, um, you're on the uh, you're on the old Restrand Riper. The I'm I'm not on the old one, the one that's coming out. Oh um, yes, yes. It's I, I believe it's being mixed right now. So yes, right um, now. in the new year, probably <laughs> maybe like springtime, it's gonna come out. So keep an ear out for that. I do lead guitar on that album. That's lots of big things. Reesefanriper.bandcamp.com. Yeah. Me and you are gonna get together and make some songs too, oh, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. Uh-huh. We yeah. promised each other that. We definitely will. By a by a, by candle fire. Uh-huh. Boner jams. One Absolutely. Fucking awesome. Well, we don't, guys. I think we're gonna play this after the episode. We're gonna play something? Yes, this. Bonus Thursday? Bonus Thursday. Upgrade albums? Yes. So after this last song, uh, you're going to, if you're listening live, you're going to hear uh, the Great Albums Podcast Bonus Song Thursday. They're gonna be talking about the Horrible Crows song. Cool. Behold the Hurricane. Uh, you can check that on iTunes. Or just go to thegreatalbums.com and you can check them out. It's a really cool podcast. They just talk about albums they like. Yeah, it's uh, a lot of fun. We've both very, been on very it. Very insightful individuals. individually. Yes, we have. Yep. I talked about Pearl Jam and you talked about... Willie Nelson. Willie Nelson. Yes. I went on there and talked about an entire album of Willie Nelson's standards. Well, not him covering standards. And it was, it was a long haul. We talked for a while and the songs were slow and made you tired and whoever listened to the whole thing was a better person than me but uh kudos are there any snacks called kudos yeah yeah Yeah. they're um little chocolate bars little granola granola. oh yeah do they still make kudos those are the jams has anybody ever actually eaten rollos yeah. Rollers really? all the, the fucking time. If I'm on a really long drive, time. I just I see him and I just making chocolate rollos for the kids to buy at the store. Those rollos. <laughs> Give me some more. Give me some more. Give me some more of them rollos. Cono Rolo Town. Working on the factory floor. Making chocolate rollos. Such a good. It's Tim and Eric, by the way. Okay, yeah, I was, I was, I was unsure. Matt's got second coolest kid I know. Matt, you're uh, you're going to be playing the 18th at the Court Tavern. This we will be playing the 18th with bands that are good. So we play first. Come after us and see the bands that are good. What's the What's the time frame for the release of your debut EP? Oh, see, right now I'm mixing, and mixing is hard. Mm-hmm. Um. Especially when you have so many tracks involved, so it's taking some time. Okay. Yeah. So no, like, clear time frame right now? No, we were shooting for November, and then I, I got some tips and pointers from my buddy Jason Kong of Owl, and um, I realized that they can sound better. Okay. So I've gone back, and I've been, like, remixing them, and uh, a lot of them I'm just wiping everything clean and just starting fresh. And That's how you do it. Yeah. We should do that soon. Yeah, wiping clean is a good thing to learn how to yeah, do. Yeah, wet one. Just, yep. Nice. I just wet one my computer and <laughs> just give it another go. Awesome. Actually, uh, the last song we're playing tonight by the Roadside Graves, uh, they'll also be at that show on the 18th as well with your band, Delcy. Oh, yeah? Yeah. They're awesome. Excellent. This is some old recording of them, but... Uh, I, don't, I don't even know. Like, when I heard really the Vaughns, I was like, this is super good. Steph, any plugs? Anything you're plugging? No. Plug it. Your plugs. Any plugs? The outlets, wall outlets. The holes, they call them sometimes. Holes? Plug them. Plug them. Joe, plugs? Glory glory plugs? Um, Air plugs. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing that that can't wait. 
Nothing that can't wait till next week. But plugs. Uh, I'll I will be on uh, Life and Dining Room podcast next Monday at eight PM. Dining Room Radio Net, so you can find me there. And sometimes on Twitter at Dining Room Radio. Mm-hmm. Periscope. Periscope. Oh yeah, Twitter. Find me on Twitter and Instagram. Uncle Barbecue. I love that. Uncle <laughs> underscore underscore BBQ. <laughs> yeah, you're 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 funny to follow. I'm doing it you right got, now. You put words on to pit next to pictures. Real funny, like. Yeah. <laughs> Andrew's been a goddamn pleasure. For sure. Uh, you're the man. Uh, an amazing. Um, Thank you artist. for having me. I really appreciate it. A wonderful Thank technician of sorts. A, a wild, almost like a mad scientist of music. Um, you can check him out. He also makes pedals too. So if you really like him and his sound, you can, you can probably email him and, and be like, "Hey, can you make me something cool?" And he'll probably be like, "Yeah, what do you what do you want?" Pedals, amps, trinkets, hit me up. All right. My guitar player is looking for a uh, a pedal that makes you sound like bassy, low tone, but like kind of distorted and full, almost like a big muff. Yeah, I do a really good bass heavy big muff. Yeah, yeah, nice. Really we'll good. Talk. We'll have to put yeah. put them and the, put them talking in the works. We'll yeah. Just close the door and leave. Put them in here. <laughs> talk it out, Mr. Fish. Yes, but you can listen to this episode and all of our past episodes. Dining room radio dot net. You can find those also on iTunes, Stitcher, iOS podcast app, uh, Podbean app, and other places. <laughs> we also broadcast live every Monday night at eight p.m. at diningroomradio dot net. And um, big thank you to Joe for making me do this week after week. Makes me very happy. Thanks, Welcome. Joe. It's all my fault. And thank you, the listener, because let's be real. It's all for you. All, all right. for you. It's all for you. PBS, made possible from viewers like you. Thank you Shouts out to Captain John Luke Picard. Reading Rainbow. Uh, this is Roadside Graves with Far and Wide. All right, this is for the Simple Folk Radio Show, and this is Far and Wide.
across the sea Take your 